Podcast! Podcast! A podcast is happening now! All aboard the podcast! Get on the podcast! We're doing the podcast! Go on, Trev, say something. Hello. You little Well, what idiot. else was I gonna say? You're eating an apple through this. Nice to eat an apple through this. What, are this- is this the podcast for a show we just done? Yeah. yeah. Brilliant in show! In a sauna. It's really hot in here because we had about 20 people in here. We're up in Manchester. It's a good podcast, though. Oh, oh you're going to like this one. one. Why aren't you listening to the show when it's on between 10 and 1 on 6 Music on a Sunday? Why aren't you listening to it you've then? Because you got a social life. That's uh, why yeah, you go out Who socialises at that Who socialises in the morning? They socialise in the, in the evening. Matt to has to go to, to his lock morning. and key parties, I suppose. They're pretty much a 24 hour a day commitment. Matt has to go to his poor so sap social commitments, <laughs> don't he? Don't say that. Why? It's Lonely Week at 6 Music. Well, hello, lonely weakers. Lonely. This I've is been a lonely. stupid intro. This no, it's a good it. intro. Let's listen to the podcast. Podcast, yeah. BBC Six Music. That was the Buzzcocks. I'm Russell Brand. We're here in Manchester for Six Music. I'm here with Matt Morgan. He reckons he's in charge of the buttons. I've never seen someone so confounded by machinery. <laughs> You're right over there, Matt. Very well. Oh, yeah, why are you clutching at your own throat in that fashion? I don't know, itch all over. Why? It's a horrible know. thing to do, itch all over. Is that, is that a ditty? Yes, it's a, it's a record I'm working on. <laughs> I itch all over by Matt Morgan and his viruses. Hello, Cockety Lockie, you oh, alright, mate? Morning. I'm very well, yes, yeah. It's nice to see you back in pink and everything, all short oh, sleeves. Thank you, I thought I'd do it, you know. It's still awesome, isn't it? It's not really winter yet. It's not really. Some of the summer clothes still work. I've seen some tabloid coverage delighting in global warming when it's gone good on global warming, if it means really? it. Yeah. yeah. I had a taxi driver who was really excited about it. He thought it was a good thing. It's not good. It's gonna, we're all gonna die. Oh, yeah, but it's lovely weather, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit worrying, ultimately, I suppose. So, have you been enjoying it here in Manchester, Trevor? Oh, a lovely time. It's been a remarkable city. It's, it's wonderful, isn't it, Manchester? Yeah, Better than Leicester. I like it. Oh, don't call, you know, don't offend the people of Leicester. <laughs> but, but, we, we were wandering the street four o'clock in the morning, he's been wandering the streets. Why are you wandering the street? Because you left me and I got confused. <laughs> don't <laughs> try and say that. Why are you blaming Matt? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, not blaming him, but I couldn't find a taxi and I got confused and lost and it was raining. You said people were misleading you, giving you erroneous directions. They gave me all sorts of different directions. I reckon I around in circles twice and then I found a cab and the, the cab driver didn't want to take me. Really? Yeah, he said, well, I can't take you there, I've got to go all round here. Did he just do it? He did have sick down himself. I didn't. <laughs> the cab driver did. I Trevor didn't. had sick down him. He had his trousers. He was dragging his. No. He had his trousers on one leg. He was dragging <laughs> him behind him like a ball and chain of fabric. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, lucky. So what we're going to talk about today? Parties. That's the theme of the <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, the theme is parties. Parties. That's a theme. And also, we'll only be playing music from Manchester. You're really proud of that, aren't you? I think it's good. Keep it pure. The New York Dolls sneaked in there. Imagine well, them coming from Manchester. They would have, they would have had a very <laughs> different childhood here, I imagine. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, but like, you know, there's loads of bands from Manchester, there's loads of radio from Manchester. This must have happened a lot of times. Yeah. Well, you don't think it's original? No. I don't think it's original. I don't. It seems exciting to us. I think, perhaps say we did every, all the bands were not from Manchester, I mean, it's already too late. But like, you know, had we taken that stance, that would antagonise the people of Manchester. <laughs> There'd be no point doing it on, on such and a And also, you wouldn't be able to play the Smiths. That's yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only real victim would be me. <laughs> Sat here twiddling my thumbs, wondering where Morrissey was. 
Um, right, yeah, parties then. We'll talk about parties. Send us, you can send us texts, emails, stuff like that. It's a little bit oppressive, the room we're in, isn't it, lads? Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. So mostly this is, this room is defined by Mark and Lard, who've done their show from here. There's a lot of lad memorabilia and paraphernalia about this sort of like, what, some George's. banjo? There's some George's cross over there, mate. There's yeah. one over there as well. Another, well, yeah, which is about a hundred times the size of the one I'm pointing out. There's a clanger from that TV series. It's, a, it's very grey. The ceiling's made out of that stuff, them tiles, where if you go like this, you oh. can sort of knock them out and then loads of stuff falls on your head. And then, uh, yeah, there's a tiara, there's a shirt for a Man City player on the wall. Blimey. Yeah, so what we need really is lots of upbeat contributions. Manchester is the city. Lovely. BBC Manchester. This room. Also, I was welcomed by the security lady. She goes, are you here for Russell Bra Brussel Brownshaw? Because <laughs> 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 yes, please, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thought it'd be polite. Do you, you think know? it would be nicer in here if you had your normal flowers and candles? <laughs> I think if it were flowered and candled right up. <laughs> I just want flowers. Just flowers. Just flowers and candles. Matt goes to me, you're gonna go broke with them flowers and candles. Because no, I won't. I've only got about three candles and a bunch of flowers. Because it destroyed Elton John. Say it like that. Elton John nearly went broke, didn't he? No, mate. He just spent a lot of money on flowers. That's all that happened. That's what gets you, honestly. That's how they all lose it. Flowers. Yeah, that's what got Keith Moon in the end, wasn't it? His love of candles and flowers done him in. So, um. And keeping taxis waiting for three hours. Yeah, I've got to stop that. Yeah. Yeah, all right, we'll work on that. I was I was in a candle boutique. I just couldn't decide <laughs> whether to get one that stunk of lime or sandalwood. <laughs> oh, it, it took three hours to, to commit. So yeah, tell us stuff about parties. We done a gig last night here up in Manchester. Good, wasn't it, Trev? It was all right. I was, I was, what do you mean all right? Well, I was Why confused. Why down and everything? Because I got, I got that sh shampoo reaction. Trevor yeah. thinks he's allergic to his shampoo. I'm tired of Trevor's excuses. I'm getting sick and tired of the. I'm allergic to shampoo. A very unusual reaction. Did you drink it? I didn't. I didn't drink Did it. Did you mainline it? <laughs> no. What's the problem? Why what? are you allergic to all shampoo? All I. I mean, I, I've I've had uh, funny cigarettes in the past. I don't do that sort of thing now. No. But you remember when you were with your band? What are they called? Jeremo Jamouche or yeah, something? Exactly, yeah, exactly. What were they called? Jowett. Jowett. And sat smoking aspirin. No, like yes. Like there was no tomorrow. Yeah, but, um, it was a bit like that. It was like, uh, suddenly I was in the shower and, and massaging my Suddenly head. you're in the shower? No, I was in the shower. That wasn't it. sudden. I knew how I got in the shower and uh, I was massaging my follicles with this new shampoo. Hello, Trevor. <laughs> follicles, they better be the ones on your little scalp. Yes, they were on my scalp, <laughs> and uh, and it was a natural. It was a natural herbal shampoo. So you couldn't have been allergic. To it me. was invigorating, but I. I <laughs> <laughs> no one's saying it didn't bring me vigour. <laughs> but <laughs> the downside was I was beleaguered. I was beleaguered and bewildered. He, he I befuddled. He had a pain in his forehead. Well, I banged that. my head in the castle last the night before. What's wrong with him? I banged, I banged my head in the castle. Banged you had a few times lately. Yeah, I have. What's yeah. going on, Trevor? So cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having it, Trevor. You behave like a Stalin and <laughs> you're running around banging into things. You're out of control. Stop banging your head on no, stuff. No, but we were in that castle on Friday night. We stayed we? in a castle. It was a real castle. Oh, I thought he Henry VIII lived there once yeah. for a bit. I'd like to see the facts on that. He no, definitely. He's got was, his bed. There was a sketch of him on the wall. Sketch. Yeah, not bed. even a proper picture. A sketch. Yeah, of Henry suit of armor. Yeah. What do you was want? There a suit of armor there. There mm -hmm. was a couple of suits of Why armor. Why you stay in places like you that? You could have come. Why yeah. don't you come? You Where come was up? it? Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Henry VIII. He visited. 
It wasn't. He was on a journey to do he, a war. Yeah, it's just outside Cheltenham. He's been mugged off. There's a picture yeah. of him having a chicken drumstick. <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong, he went. Yeah. <laughs> he had a, that time of his life there. He had a bargain bucket. He had a lovely time in Cheltenham. He was Henry VIII, he was, he was. Anyway, I banged my head there. Then I was in the shower putting the shampoo on it, and it mm. felt like there was a little cut there that I hadn't noticed. Think, right. I reckon the shampoo went when in there. blood, right? Oh, you poor man. Got into my insane in the membrane, Trev. No. Sounds like you're insane in the membrane. If I was a petting man, I'd say that's what was wrong with you. You sound like a worse hypochondriac than me. And that's not easily achieved, him spending thousands down Harley Street. Sounds <laughs> 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 like Burlington Bertie. Great big wad of green. I'm never going there again. I've already cancelled an appointment. Have you? Well, when I saw the prices, yeah. it's unbelievable. I think it's alright. Listen, we're going to be discussing parties, not used to jabbering on about your minor health complaints. Go on then, give us a party anecdote. When I was a lad, I went to a party, no one else there was adults, just children, I was a child as well, thinking back. When you're only seven, you're much more little than you are now. That's one of the facts that people fail to point out about life. Yeah. Less long I was, I was just like a, like I am now, but imagine you're only half as big and you can't take responsibility for yourself. And with no beard. No beard. You cannot grow one. I never shaved, and I had less hair then than now. What's, I mean, it's inconceivable, really. Is Eerie. Is where the legend of the giants comes from? Well, do you think that the legend of the giants comes from children going, bloody hell, look how huge everyone is? Yeah, I think that's what is. it is. I no. Think. What no? do you think the legend of the you giants You think there really were giants? Yeah. Matthew. Hold on. There aren't there giants. Were, yeah, tall people. That's all you it think means. the legend of the giants comes from the tall? <laughs> there, there was, uh, races of very tall people that have died out. How tall? There's lots of myths in Cornwall about giants. Oh, don't go on about Cornwall again. Well, you know, after, after my cultural review, there's nothing left to say. Yeah, really. I think Cornwall now. Well, you missed out the giant people in your review of Cornwall. Yeah. He's given us the definitive view of Cornwall. I, I remember, I, this is some party experiences from my childhood. Once I had a party and I was young and like my mum- This is your party. Yeah, it's my party. I didn't ever like it when there was a party at my house. It made me, it unsettled me, it made me nervous. I didn't like the pressure. Surely it was there to cheer you up. No. I didn't like parties, I don't like Christmas or birthdays, I don't like things where it's designated fun time. I, I feel pressure. Yeah. I feel yeah, like, oh, yeah. it's New Year's Eve, right, enjoy life. It yeah. I feel I'm happier at Tuesday afternoon in the car park. Absolutely. I feel more of a sense yeah. of happiness there. Yeah. In fact, I can't wait till Tuesday. <laughs> 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 I'm going to have a little lurk. And then, like, like, my birthday cake that year, it was a teddy bear with a ribbon around its neck. Right? An ungrateful little wretch. <laughs> <laughs> I had a terrible time. It was like hell, really, looking back. I'm not complaining about the teddy bear. My cake that year was a teddy bear, which was highly unoriginal. <laughs> <laughs> Derivative. <laughs> Lazy choice for a bit for a cake. Anyway, it had a ribbon around its neck, and the, like, they got candles all on it. The ribbon, like, the, so they were saying happy birthday, then people what was around here, other little people. Your friends. That's them. Friends. Yeah. Like, the, the c candles ignited the ribbon. Spontaneous. Spontaneously? I mean, I, I suppose initially it was spontaneous. I hope it weren't premeditated, Trev. That would <laughs> make my birthday seem like even more of a sham. It was, it became inflamed, and then like the teddy was engulfed in fire, all burning, while singing happy birthday, <laughs> all melted, all its face melting, and just its eyes remaining, peering out as the icing dripped down its face. Horrible, staring, evil thing. While people went, happy birthday <laughs> to you. All these flames licked higher and higher. It's horrible. I went in the garden, then my dad turned up with a load of silly spray. Whoa, I rustled, why Sam? Yeah, go happy birthday. Then he cleared off again. I was all excited and confused and baffled. And yeah, I think I was five or something. It freaked me out.
I've never got used to it. And parties, I've, I've, I've strange stuff. And then another time I went to, when I was still a little child, I went to another person's birthday and, uh, Do you I think you were at the psychiatrist's or something? <laughs> uh, I just need a glass of water. I'm confused about how I feel about my mummy! <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wearing that nighty? Come on then. Yeah, so I went round this party and this lad said I ruined his party because, like, I, I think I was behaving how drunk people behave when they're adults. I was just romping around, got in the swimming, there was like a paddling pool, got in that, sort of knocked around in that bit, and everyone sort of acted like, oh, I thought, I remember thinking, you were great at that party. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking that I was really brilliant, I really brought some joy and life to it, but retrospectively, uh, Ben Nicholson, was no longer my friend. But did, did he uh, tell you what he said? You were bad at my party. He goes, I'm not friends with you because you ruined my birthday. How old was he? Six or seven. And did yeah. you ask him how, how you, how did I ruin I didn't know how to research it, Chef. Oh. I was, I just reacted emotionally. That's I, terrible. I know, it was hard, it was hard. But, you know, we've, <laughs> we've fought on through it. Yeah. We've all, what about, come on then, either of you two must have some sort of party story. It don't have to be from your childhood, it could be any party stories. Have ya? You fought a theme, Morgan. I know, well, you So know, you should have at least one anecdote. What about that party you threw in Brick Lane? What happened? Well, I think we've talked about that once or twice. What was that? What, me? What was that New Year's Eve one? Where it was no, our, no. our girlfriends. What was that? Tragic event. It was New Year's Eve. You, your girlfriend, Kat, my girlfriend, Amanda. I, I think I was still oh, on drugs. God, was it was awful. just the four of us. My girlfriend tried to get off with your girlfriend. <laughs> Me and him just sat around, <laughs> thoroughly depressed, listening to Tricky. That was oh, awful. Cool. That, that was, was a bleak, right. bleak day living in And your night. girlfriend was Spanish, and she said there was a custom of eating 12 grapes. Yeah, we had But to we eat didn't have any grapes, so we had to eat... M&Ms or Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. Oh, it was, it was oh, awful. Geez. You made that worse than it would have been. Ow! I've been a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> My drugged up behaviour certainly brought an air of joy <laughs> to the proceedings. Yeah, it was a tragic, true. awful event. What party that I had? What other party that I had in my Um, brain? that one where Homeless James came. I had a homeless person at a party. Pearly Pole, it was called. Oh, right, the yeah. The party. That was an awful event. It was named after one of the prostitutes Jack the Ripper murdered, oh, and it went downhill from there. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> he threw a party, did, tried to do stand-up, forgot to use the mic, no one could hear him. Oh, just a man on the... homeless people oh. loose. It was a terrible, terrible event. And this hip-hop group that Russell... Oh, he's gonna rap today as well, actually. Russell. Oh, we'll be doing... I'll be dropping some rhymes a bit later in the show. He used to hang around with this band. Yeah. Joint well, Squad. They, they were, were called, a collective. They were called the Munch Bunch. Or they were called the Joint <laughs> Squad. Don't, please, please, Matt, do not undermine the Joint where Squad. Where have they gone now? I don't know where the Joint Squad are. I moved now. So you were in Hackney, love with Hackney them. at the top of their lungs. They were, I like the Joint yeah, Squad. Every opportunity, but I, I know these rappers. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> never actually saw good. them rap. They Which... rapped, mate. They rapped around my house once. We Did all they? sat and had a bloody good rap. A <laughs> 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 lot of us. <laughs> Lovely lads. They were quite intense, weren't they? Don't you remember? They were intimidating. <laughs> That's why you liked them. I liked them because they were intimidating. <laughs> I've got these lads. They're very intimidating. I was come out in a dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've brought these boys around. Matthew, they're a butch now. I've got one of them to shout a swear word at me. <laughs> I just got into it. Trevor, come on, you must have done stupid things at parties, putting your boot through ceilings well, and whatnot. The, th the thing about parties like... Don't do that. Alright. I'm just started. It's, it's social awkwardness, isn't it? Because you don't know how to behave. It's
it's mm. a public thing and you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be happy at a party, aren't you? Yes, you I are. I suppose it's bad when you're miserable at a party. Crying person at a party, that's the person you least respect at a party. That yeah. girl crying on the stairs. Well, and if it's like you, no time for you know. Oh, I went to a lock and key party. That's why oh, we've got yeah, parties yeah, as a thing. That's it. Oh, Matt, you've undermined the great big punchline moment, the glorious reveal of when Matt goes, my cultural review, I went to a lock and key party. That's gonna be a good glorious well, moment. Since we eh? talked about it last week. Oh, uh, go on then, Trev. We'll, we'll no. let's build to that. It's, it's, yeah, I'm yeah. intrigued to know what happened. Go on then, Lockie. Well, the first one I went to was a tea party. I think that's about four years old. My yeah. mum invited Katie Clark and her mum. They came up the hill to my house to, to uh... Up the hill? Do you live in a nursery rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> we lived at the top of the hill and they lived halfway down it. Yeah. And, uh, the grand old Duke of York, he was at the bottom. And, uh, I had to go to school. And, uh, What, during the party? No. It's bad tragedy. I was four years old and I was about to go to school and my right. mum wasn't gonna take me to school. Did you look exactly like you do now, but littler? No. Probably. Like glasses yeah. and a I little didn't, tie didn't on. glasses then. And uh, mum didn't take me to school so mm. I was gonna go to school with Katie and her mum. And so mum invited me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting the scene! It's a long scene. It's a very scene. dull scene. <laughs> Can you imagine? My mum couldn't take me to school so I was gonna go with Katie and her mum. Oh no! Crazy <laughs> days! <laughs> Right, well, that's it. No, that's it. Right. So let's, 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 let's come on, let's let him come on. All that happened is that they turned up when I was so excited at seeing someone else in the house that <laughs> <laughs> I put on my pajamas over my normal clothes. <laughs> that was the way you celebrate things, was it? I didn't know what to do. I thought, crikey, there's people here. She's <laughs> a young person like me. She's a bit older than me. And I went into my. Who were you, Rapunzel? <laughs> I, I put on my pajama bottoms over my <laughs> trousers, and uh, then I put on my pajama top over my my t-shirt and I came back in and just sort of danced in front of them and uh, extraordinary way to carry on Trevor. Yeah I know it's because it was social stress I didn't know what to do. The social stress of it you've just yeah. assumed put on your pajamas over I your clothes. I thought you've got to do something here Clutching at straws. I was clutching at straws and I went for the pajama option. Perhaps you have had party mishaps like Cockadee Trevor Lucky. Perhaps you like Matt Morgan have been reduced to going to a lock and key party to recruit lovers. <laughs> if you have text us on 64046 or email russell.6 music at bbc.co.uk. Text us, get in touch with us. We'll probably ring up some people later. We've got some lovely music coming up in this show. Trev's, Matt, Klaus, Nomi into the order. But now, why don't we have a little listen to James with some time. Give us a call, oh. give us a bell. We've got, um, we've got Matt's Cultural Review coming up. Trevor Locke, Sonic, Enigma. We might give G a bell in London. No, it's cool, Noel Gallagher. We're in London. He's listening. He's at, he's We're in Manchester. Sarah's birthday. What? You said we're in London, we're in Manchester. I said Manchester. He's in London. Manchester. He's in London. Oh, right, okay. Once we were in Leicester. We were within all different places. But anyway, whoa, imagine the building momentum. Momentum building as we go into a record. This is the momentum. Bam! Bam! <laughs> that were James sometimes. That's such a good song. It's uplifting. And I've turned on all these fluorescent lights I don't here. like it now. It's good with all these fluorescent lights on. It's made us feel much more upbeat. We're talking about parties and that. You can get involved if you like. We've got some questions here. Well, what's this question? Oh, this is for all three of you. Matt, what was your first homosexual experience? <laughs> That's from Paul Cotter. Oh, well, it was years ago. Hard for you to remember now, isn't it? I bet, you I bet you've saved the fiver, though, haven't you? Yeah, I'll keep the money. It's framed. <laughs> Matt's not had a homosexual experience, have you? No. What about you, Trev? Sort of. Come sort on, then. Tried to. Tried to do it just for a dare, just to see what would happen. Yeah, what did you do? Well, you know, um... I can't talk about it on air on well, a Sunday morning. Were you clothes? No, you can't do a homosexual experience if you're fully right, clothed. Right, so it's proper, you went for it. Well, couldn't do it, you know, the old, uh, biology right. kicked in. I see. But it was, you know, you had to, um, 
It was, there. it was an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an experiment. I can't say his name. They took you to school that morning. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, it was at university. Good and, lad. And, fair and, enough, yeah. Trevor. That's very broad-minded of you. What about you, Russ? I once diddled someone in a lavvy, didn't yeah, I, for a television Stop program. Stop going about it. What do you mean, going on You're about it? trying to sweep it, it under the carpet yeah. to move forward. <laughs> Let's get it out up from under that carpet. Who's that question from? Oh, look, from Russell Brand. It's from Paul Carr, from Reading, as a matter of fact. What is your Charlotte Bond of Leicester wants to know, what is your favourite diva moment from Russ? I always remember the story of Russ's PA getting him the wrong pants in Edinburgh. That's funny. Yeah. Have you got a favourite diva moment? What, from your life? Yeah. There's so many, really, isn't there? It's not that many. I'm quite nice. No, there's quite a few diva Come moments. On. I bet you can't think of none, though. I bet you can't think of a moment where I've done... I remember <coughs> MTV not that long ago when you said you wouldn't get into a car unless it was Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was a bit, a bit bullshit. No, that was, no, that's just the same way. I think, who is it? Uh, who is it? Is it Metallica? Or, like, uh, whenever they, uh, go, who You're is it? always going on about this, and I don't think it's right. It's not Spinal Tap, it's definitely someone, right, you can tell us this if you know. It's, what, it's a big, sort of, heavy metal-ish type band, I think American. They always, they, they insist that, um, so a certain colour of M&Ms are removed, and oh, that sort yeah. of entered into, sort of, rock mythology. But the reason they do that is because they know when they arrive in their dressing room, if they've took out all of the, if all the blue M&Ms are gone, that means they don't have to worry about the insurance, they know that the hotel will be alright. These things. People are reading their contracts properly. It's stupid. It's true, that's what it is. Someone just explained it to me. That is like, oh, the, the M&Ms have been sorted, that means everything else is getting done. Yeah. But yeah. actually it means nothing else is getting done because people are having to sit around <laughs> and sort out M&Ms. <laughs> it's not my system! I didn't invent the system, I just read about it and that is actually what it is. You can, someone will confirm that, I'm sure it will just come from some book or something. Now, uh, <laughs> what would you three do, says Cat from Sheffield, if you found a stig of the dump? Mm. Well, that? I did once, and I gave him job running the desk on a radio show. What's that mean? A bloke living bloke wild? A prehistoric bloke. Imagine that. You found a Neanderthal man. Just, I don't oh. know. I'd keep him. Yeah. I'd shave him up. That's All nice. Teach him stuff. Teach him the ways of the world, the modern world. First of all, teach him language. Hello. Alright. Sighting. Stuff like that. Then. Well, send him round to Trev's for a fumbling, awkward homosexual experience. <laughs> bit, no, most I'd, likely. What a weird question. It'd be good as a butler, wouldn't it? I think it? it's a question from Cat from Sheffield. Yeah. It's an interesting inquiry. Mm. I used to live next door. You and babysit. My name's Donna. Donna from Norfolk. Bloody hell, aren't so you? Me. And I, I used to babysit for, for you. This is a question for me. It's not really a question. Do you remember I used to live next door to you and babysit? My name's Donna. Yeah, I do remember. I remember a lot of babysitters coming around my house. Mm, yeah. It was weird, wasn't it? They all smelled smoke and their boyfriends came around later. Their boyfriends come around later. It awakens your sexuality, the experience of babysitting. But you don't In have your pyjamas. She was babysitting for me, Trevor. Oh, I see. I yeah. was the tr I was the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I weren't like the one that needed a sitter. Yeah. It was good though, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I used like to think them. I had a chance with them. So did I. When I was about seven, I used to think that the, you know, they were probably only 17 or something. I thought they would be our winning this round. Thing, she fancies me. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little bit. Yeah. It's funny being that age. Get her going. That's good, that is, to have that confidence at the age of seven, isn't it? It is. It's a, it's a ridiculous and ludicrous arrogance, really. Right, okay. Now, what we're going to do later on the show, we're going to be talking more about parties, party experiences. We'll give uh, Noel Gallagher a bell, Trev Sonic Enigma, Matt's cultural review about him perving his way around a lock and key party. No, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was sent there and I did the research. 
sent yourself there. You sent yourself. He's always trying to make some crowbar things in. He's producer sent me there. Trying to make his cultural review things where he can pick up chicks. It's despicable to watch it unfold. Right, so, um, we're gonna have a little listen to what's going on in this bloody world of ours. Right, it'll be, it'll be Catherine Cracknell. Now, oh. there's a, Is it Catherine Cracknell? Of course it is. Sometimes She's in charge of those. Should we always have Catherine Cracknell? Now, come on, what should we make her say? It's not her, because we spoke to her last week and she said it won't be her. Right, person who's doing news, you have to get a word in. Oh, you have to do our bidding. <laughs> what can be the word they get in? Boobaloo. You have to go, Boobaloo, here's the news. <laughs> and they have to get a word in for us. They have to get a word in. Come and think of a word they can slip in. Spades. Spades. <laughs> Can't they slip the word spades in? Because they could go, there's been spades of events around the world. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No. Right, um, the... Buckets. Buckets. Hop hopping. Hopping. Hopping! Right, now please get the word hopping into the news. That means that we'll all stay listening all intently while you're doing it. It creates an unbelievable area of excitement. So, person who's doing the news, not Catherine Cracknell, we will give you, we will give you our patronage, but for that, what do we want you to say the word hopping or hopping. buckets? Give her two options. Hopping or buckets. Hopping is easier. Hopping is easier. easier. If you get the... buckets in, I mean, that's a bonus point. That's a bonus. That's oh, bonus yeah, news. Yeah, anyway, we're into the end. We're through the looking glass yeah, if that happens. Exactly. Right, okay, with no more further hullabaloo, stay with us afterwards. We'll have a little record and we'll be back to showing off. But before that, it's a little show we like to call The New. That was Morrissey. I believe he is from the region of Manchester. Nicely, I've got a book here about Morrissey's Manchester. Where is it? I'll put it down somewhere. It says places of significance to Morrissey. We could go on a night. Yeah, after the show we'll go on a tour. What about that? We could go to places where Morrissey sat still, stood up, moved around, picked himself. <laughs> Come on, join in. What's wrong That's with you? That's point, isn't it? Doing a tour of things and we go, oh, here's Morrissey's first house, here's this, here's that. What is pointless about well, that? Well, actually it's pointless because I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, you'd like it if it, who would you like it if it was, if it was Peter Sutcliffe, you'd be interested, wouldn't you? <laughs> what on earth are you talking about? Well. I'd like to go to Seattle and do the Nirvana tour. Is there a Nirvana tour? Probably. There must be one. There must be one. Here is where Kurt. It'll be an awful thing. It'll be heartbreaking to watch. Yeah. This is from Ben. I want to know who invented the party. Do you know? Was it the Romans? They invented a lot of things. They invented no, parties. No. It would have been the Babylonians. The Babylonians would have done it. The Babylonians, yeah. Trevor, they... I find it very hard to take you seriously when you're sat there in your little bowler hat. Oh, yeah. Trevor's wearing a bowler hat. I'll take it off, sir. We were all drooged up all nice for a little while, but you cannot wear the, the hat you and wear no. these no. headphones that we are forced to wear. Uh, I don't know, like, but Romans did have parties. Apparently they were quite saucy. They were. What went oh, on? Bacchanalians. Bacchanalian oh. revelry. Bacchanalian. That's Greek, though, ain't it? Yeah, but they got it for- well, they, they nicked are. it. They are, so it would have been Even that, they nicked off the Greeks. Yeah. Oh, Everything. Best parties ever in Brighton. She goes, number one, got an invite, went along in a bad mood, then got dressed up as the lady in Blade Runner, had a really good time. My son's birthday party was good. We had a Dalek cake, but then the dog Florence ate half of it and it was not good to her. <laughs> Saw you in Brighton last week, laughed and laughed and laughed. Thanks, Heather, near Brighton. Dalek cake. Nice, imaginative. Not like that horrific teddy bear cake. That inferno <laughs> bear cake tearing its way into my psyche. Bloody thing. So, Trevor Lock, you were about to boast about having been to some party as a lad. No, I'm just thinking about, you know, when you're younger, parties are quite exciting, aren't they? And it's difficult to get into them sometimes, isn't it? You know, do you know, remember that when, when it's a what, exciting party? Dorman and stuff. Yeah, you know, and you haven't been invited. What? Just crashing into parties? Yeah, it's, you know, when you're at, like, I remember once when I went to the Edinburgh Festival, mm -hmm. I had to pretend to be Leonardo DiCaprio's younger brother. How did that get on? Well, it got me into the party. Who goes, hello, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio's younger brother? No, people mistook me and I went with it. 
Well, there goes, you must be Leonardo. Why would he make that assumption about himself? it was some sort of thing, and apparently there was a rumour that his oh, brother was- Oh, some sort of thing. Was there. Oh, really. So. Russell used to do that. I think we mentioned that before. He used to phone up. He wanted to go somewhere <laughs> that night and phone up and be a, his own agent. Oh, go, yeah. But they'd go really over the top. He could have just phoned up and go, oh, hello, I'm Russell Brand's agent. I just want to get him on the guest list for tonight. Go, hello! <laughs> <laughs> what was his name, that bloke? I'm Zach Stardust. <laughs> so stupid. I'm calling on behalf of Russell Brand. He wants to come to your lap dance and join. Yeah, He's not wearing the correct shoes. Yeah. Let him in anyway. Remember, we went to that first night of a lap dancing club, and Dave Courtney was there, loads of gangsters and stuff. That was horrible. And we got thrown out. Why were we thrown out? It was all for the gangsters because and they throw a, us out. A girl, I know, a girl came over, a dancing girl. I hated it. It was really embarrassing. They, these girls come over and, and they talk to you and you think, oh, she likes me. <laughs> and then they go, do you want me to dance? <laughs> yeah, they wasn't money for nothing. Yeah, it's the nature of the couple. He, he caused a big problem. We Ow. got thrown out. Well, I didn't cause a problem. So I a girl ran over to him, grabbed his hand and dragged him off to, and she did a dance for him, yeah. and he thought that was just because she liked him. <laughs> well, then she wanted money. Then she demanded money. Do you remember it? No, I have no memory of this oh, event. The Except Dave Courtney. Dave Courtney was there. Who's Dave Courtney? He was a, sort of a gangster that's become a television celebrity as a result of being a gangster, but oh. would still kill us if we were rude about him. Okay. Yeah, we were, oh, it was awful, and we got thrown out by the bouncers who knew what they were doing and it wasn't like they were, you know, they would have beaten us up and he was still arguing with them. <laughs> I was going, Russell, let's just go, come on, please, let's go. I was being bullshit, was I? Yeah. Well, so they'd done a dance and she goes, come on, that costs money for that. Yeah. She was going, give me my money, give me my money, really screaming at you. <gasps> then we were, were at the door and she was going, don't let them leave, they owe me money. And the bouncer goes, what happened, what happened? And I said, look, she did a dance but, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he went, no, you've got to pay her. And then Russell was going, I'm not going to pay, I'm not going to pay. What, you can't make me. He was going, I can make you, and I will. And he was like, <laughs> fronting up to you. <laughs> oh dear. What an unsavoury event. Thank funny. God we live a better life now. Now that we've become sort of like monk type fellas, ain't we? I don't we? even know why we were there. Why were we even there? Probably because there was a lap dancing club opening. Probably the lure oh, right. of the word lap dance. No, it was when we were friends with that lap dancer <laughs> woman. Oh, oh yeah, God, that was a silly business when we tried to bring up a lad for a weekend. But <laughs> I ended up weird on the coals in the sauna <laughs> to impress him. And it's I stunk. thought if he was a ten-year-old lad and he's in a sauna, I thought, yeah, well, impress this ten-year-old because now you're meant to put water on the sauna. I thought we on it. A ten-year-old's going to think that's oh. hilarious. I was like, oh, you're like this, mate. <laughs> weed all over the coals in the sauna. He went, that's disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to get my mum. All this Russell aroma of weed. Buy the kid's friendship by being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kid goes, Russell goes, I'll buy you anything. What do you want? He goes, I want a lighter. Russell him bought him a lighter. And grenade shakes. He, yeah, he weed on the coals in the uh, sauna. <laughs> what it stunk. It was disgusting. It was the worst smell I've ever smelt. And it, it filled up the whole fumes. like swimming pool area. <laughs> it was retrospectively, it was foolish of me to have done in that. In what world would that have been a nice thing to do to a ten-year-old boy? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Here, you like this? Watch this." <laughs> And, the, and <laughs> there was a there was a moment. It wasn't the visual spectacle. <laughs> it's going to be in the I paper now. But yeah. It, oh yeah. But when it's when like, I mean, what is there that you can pee on that would enhance any atmosphere? Oh come on, uh, Jeff, don't be so close-minded. A, a corpse? No. Uh, there's there must nothing. Be a puppet. There's nothing. Imagine there's a puppet and it was all going, <laughs> "Hey, you have got your car keys," and you went, "Yeah, well, cop that, mate," and weed no, on it, no, you'd it's, win. It's still um, all right. Uh, down. I think <laughs> still. I think Coles was quite funny. There was a brief moment. Brief of, moment. Oh, this is quite funny. And then uh, there's the acrid <laughs> smell of drug addicts' urine being burnt. <laughs> <laughs>
then the vibe started to sour. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. No, if you were writing your name in the snow, then maybe you might have been impressed. It's gonna take a lot of control, actually. Exactly. That's, Im that's impressive to a ten-year-old child, because, you know, you've probably got more wee in your bladder. Thinking about it, he the whole it. idea of impressing ten-year-olds with wee <laughs> is Lord. at the very best amoral. You gave him a rat, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did Do you remember your rat. mad rat? A literal rat. Yeah, I had a rat, it was annoying. Was it alive? Yeah. Oh, that's alright. I'll give him it. They used to eat my In clothes. a cage? In a crisp packet. <laughs> I'll give him in a <laughs> skip bag. <laughs> of a crisps are available. Just put him in this bag. Oh, yeah, I have that. No, I'll give him it in a cage. He liked it. A lighter, a rat, a lung full of urine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's the Russell Brand experience. It's like Father Christmas. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. My best friends just found out her uncle and aunt were swingers back in the day. Now she has social stress, says Fee in Bethnal Green. I don't think I'd be a swinger. I don't understand swinging. Me, me neither. It's very confusing. Because on the occasions when you do see a man in the nude, it's upsetting, isn't When it? I went to that orgy and that, this couple came on to me a bit and I didn't mm. realise what was happening and the bloke goes what to me... What do you think was happening? Because I just thought they were talking to me and he goes to Silly me... Boy. What? Oh, uh, hi, what are you into? I went, oh, some music and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you silly sod, they mean how you're a receiver, a taker, do you like being hurt? Those aren't the right words. I don't know. I'm not a member of the S&M community. He calls himself a swinger on MySpace. He does. Th Trev, don't yeah, drag- You call yourself a woman on MySpace. No, I don't. A lesbian. That's I think right. this is yes. Yes. Uh, that's, well, what do you mean? Well, what does that mean? Well, I'm a swinger, but I don't- what do I, Yeah, Because it means so many things, swinger, doesn't it? It means wife swapper, doesn't it, but- Is that what you are? I just think I'm a- a good time boy. <laughs> Someone needs our advice, lads! Okay. <coughs> Hi, Russell, Matt and Trevor, says Lewis and Tomono. They're in- listen to us in Japan, imagine Lewis. that. Yeah. They're Lewis! They're in Japan. I'm listening to you from my home in Japan. Grrrt show. There's an extra R there and I am obliged to pronounce it. Thanks. My lovely wife Tomono and I are moving back to the UK at the end of the year for a new life after seven years in Kobe or Kobe, Japan. Can you tell us what's great about Britain these days and how to get excited about coming back? We'll get you something cool from Japan. So what do you want? Ninja stars? Dried octopus with cheese? Can we drive Yeah, all of those. I want nunchuckers. I, I want nunchuckers. Look at him, quick as a flash, like an eight-year-old. I want nunchuckers. What's I want that? nunchuckers. You don't want nunchuckers, on. No. Sort of like Sushi. oriental fighting stick things, like oh. two sticks joined by a chain, whoosh them about a bit, knock someone square on the bottom. Matt, do you want to stop building your identity around fighting? I hear that last night you was over there about five occasions where you one where you're miming their butt, another bit where you're telling him to beat up Adam, our producer. The what? whole thing. What? Well, you're chatting up his bird, Adam. Apparently, what? Well, oh, uh, <laughs> stop! You stop fighting all the time. What are you talking about? Well, last night Trevor was chatting up a bird. Then Adam came over trying to chat her up, and you and Matt stood on the dance floor went, <laughs> knock him out, put him on his back. What are you talking about? Then another about? bit. These are events from last night. Then another bit. Then uh, the Ian, bit Ian Coburn. Bit. Ed batted you or something, and you. He said, he said every time he looked up. at you, you were miming some fight move. Yeah, it was, it was, that's not true. You did a headbutt thing. Uh, apparently, Ian it is. Coburn headbutted me. Yeah, you did it. Well, he, Ian Coburn he, is the promoter of our live shows because we're in Manchester. Oh, well, when he was trying up comedy he, up here, he was talking to me and headbutted me by accident. Yeah. We done comedy. Right. I've had about two hours sleep. Well, that's no reason to go staggering around like Chuck Norris. Now, so, um, right, so we're up here, yeah, because we did a gig at the Dance House Theatre last night. Tonight we're at the Palace Theatre. God knows what Adam will be up to tonight, our producer. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> talking about. Ninja, right, so what do we fancy? Ninjas, you want nunchuckers. I'd like ninja stars. Presumably those are those throwing stars. I'll be good with those. You know me. I've got incredible pinpoint vision when it comes to things like throwing stars. Dried octopus and cheese, yeah, get them, because you'll probably eat those, won't you, Matthew? I'll eat anything. 
Oh, wet beef. Often wheat. Okay, wet beef. You want wet beef? Yeah, it's, that it's, sounds disgusting. It's thin, uh, sliced wet beef. Beef as it is, thin wet beef. They, they won't be allowed to bring food, will they? They will because it's, people have brought it back to me before. What do you mean they smuggled it? No, they're allowed to. It comes in. Can you imagine packets. smuggled wet beef, Trev? Where <laughs> are you going to hide the wet I've beef, had it, mate? It's delicious. Where did you? How did you? What was that wet beef doing in transit? Can't you um get? I, I don't want them, but you can get schoolgirl knickers from a vending. Oh, what are you asking then? Well, a vending machine. School girl knickers in a vending machine. That's right. That's, that's a terrible. No, 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 no. They're not from a real school girl anyway. I'm sure well, it's a, a school girl. There's a big business for it. Why in would Japan? you school girls knickers? Because you're a Japanese businessman. I'm not though. I Trif. know you're not. I'm not even. I'm not involved in business. I've never been. Even a little bit. All right, I'm a bit Japanese and a bit of a businessman. We have got a business. We've got a production company. That's which true. Is being driven into the ground by you and your <laughs> flowers and taxis. <laughs> Our production company is flourishing. We've got numerous projects on the go. We're doing well. Business has never looked brighter. A f a Television programmes, radio shows. A taxi driver phoned me out and goes, oh, hello. I've been waiting for you outside for three hours. I said, oh, hang on. Who are you? He goes, are you Russell? I said, no, 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 you've got the wrong number. Three hours? I was doing an edit for a television DVD that's coming out soon. Our DVD's coming out 20th of November. It's got me, Matt, and Jeff doing an interview. 20th of November, yeah. That's quite soon. On the 2nd of November, we're doing that thing with Noel Gallagher in London at Coco. Loads of good things happening. But look, we've got to solve the problem for problem? Lewis and Timono. Right, well, we want all of those gifts you've suggested. Death yeah. Stars, what, what is no Nunchuckers. That's the problem, what to get us? Oh, well, hold on. One more thing, the father-in-law's coming around soon and I'm gonna have to explain our plans to him. I'm a bit nervous telling him that his only daughter is leaving the country for the foreseeable future. Any advice on how I should break it to him? Domo, that probably means something in Japanese. Domo. Draw, just draw a very simple diagram draw of leaving. Draw a diagram of him, of the dad sort of stood all lonely, <laughs> crying, and the daughter getting onto an aeroplane. The dad go, he goes, uh, Good news, everyone! This is happening. Then hold up the diagram. He'll be fine about it. Or, hmm, what I'll just say he's going on holiday for two weeks. Just go going on holiday and then yeah. just don't and come back. Oh, you know what? It's lovely here. We like We're it. We're gonna stay for another week. That's gonna be difficult. There's gonna be a culture shock for her. But little, Why? Little, oh, it will be. We'll look after her. You can come and visit us in the studio. Bring us our Death Stars and our lethal weaponry and our disgusting foods and uh, we'll show you how England works these days. It's a pretty magnificent country if you know how it runs. Oh, it can take you on a wonderful journey, but if it don't like you, it, it'll chew oh. you up and spit you out. Lewis and Mona, we can't really help you because we're not very good at things that involve actual sense. At the end of 1990, says Alan Jepson, I went to a Christmas party, old at someone at school. I got drunk and threw over someone's lawn. My dad weren't pleased when he came to my mum and sister who had been to a Greek restaurant for the evening. I like that. This is Alan Bennett style detail of that. Thank you, Alan Jepson. What are we going to listen to? A song. A song. Ooh. From Manchester. A song from Doves? Nice. Well, we'll have a listen to that then. Yes. Let's have a listen to it. Unwind, then we'll start thinking about doing a Sonic Enigma or a cultural review or something, shall we? Yeah. Why yeah. not? Let's have this in Doves first, though. Black and white towel, Doves! Enjoyed that. Nice uplifting. You alright, Trev, uh, with your mandolin? Uh, uh, lovely, lovely. Is that about Newcastle, do you think? Um, I don't know, mate, but we will find out Good. because uh, we already know that it was, uh, it was Van Halen that done that M&M's thing and apparently they replaced, had the brown wasps replaced with... Wasps? No. Yeah. M&M's replaced with wasps! I was so excited about the prospect of mentioning wasps that I got it too early in the order of the sentence. When were you meant to mention it? In this Never. bit. Right, this is how it was meant to go. Van, it was Van Halen what done the M&M thing. They replaced the brown M&Ms with wasps! Live wasps, I tells ya! What are you going on about? They this didn't. Don't blame me. He's drunk some of this my coffee. This is from Mark from Croydon. All right. They uh, had the M and M's changed it's to never, wasps. Yeah, no. replace them with live wasps. They said, and it bloody well got done.
All right. And that's how they knew that, that everything was functioning well with their band, Van Halen, what they'd done. Dear Voice of a Generation, that would be me because Chris Evans the other day dubbed me Voice of, a, of this generation, not a generation, because <laughs> otherwise it might be, I don't know, the suffragettes <laughs> or some generation that's already happened. He dubbed you that, you know, in broadcast medium. He dubbed me it while at a conference at BBC, right, I had to go to, right, Leslie Douglas, who's in charge of this channel, and Radio 2, done this thing with me and Chris Evans getting interviewed by Jeremy Vine consecutively, not concurrently. While he was up first, he goes, he goes, uh, oh, well, the voice of a generation, me and Oasis, he goes, a while back, and he goes, uh, no, nah, old Russ is the voice of his generation. It's quite sad times, I'm really in it. What do you mean? It's descending, isn't it? Really? Voice of a degeneration, maybe. Why was your haircut? You told me you were having a haircut. You come back with exactly the same thing. It's been actually, if you were insensitive pig, <laughs> it has been done, and you have not mentioned it. Trevor mentioned it. Adam mentioned What's it. What's the difference? Only you, and you're the only one I cared about, and you have ignored my hairdo. It's I've not had a changed. couple of inches off the top. Is a condition oh, of- Oh, right, yeah, so it's no, only two foot tall. <laughs> I've had the weight taken out, they've taken weight out of they it. Have, they have. Do you know what he did? This he was having so a haircut, yeah. he made his heavily pregnant <laughs> makeup girl, <laughs> Nick, bless her, heavily pregnant, she's like waddling around. <laughs> You've well, got to come to watch my haircut <laughs> so you know how it's done or something. Because <laughs> I didn't want the man to cut too much off because hairdressers never listen. Oh, everyone tell knows, me about hey, it. everyone will bond with me on this, right? Hairdressers, you go, only oh, take yeah. a little bit off and they, bah, they will not listen. I nearly swore at I was so angry. <laughs> they will not listen. You have to go, please, don't take, you know and why? then they still take too much off. That is because they cut it back to healthy hair. Yeah, well, I asked them about it once. Yeah. You asked them why You've they do that. ends and stuff. Why and don't they, they then tell you? Why don't they go, we're just going to cut it back to healthy hair? And they're like, I don't want it cut back to healthy hair. Just please don't cut too much off. So I thought, have every pregnant Nicola there, because then she can go, don't, because I have to do this here. Also, guess what I've done? Because they cut it around my house. I put on... Did they? Yeah. I put on one of the television- You've changed. I put on, you've changed. I put on, on one list of square while I was doing it. I go, so look like that, like that, cut it back to like that. Oh. I, was, I was on the telly, I turned it on a right palaver. That's well funny. It's ridiculous, isn't it? You've got a hairdresser to come around your house, you showed them a recording People come and cut your hair when you're a kid around your house, that's no big deal. I know, yeah. my mum's friend Mandy used to do it. Yeah, I'm Mandy, see? Could have just been Mandy. I didn't go, oh, you've changed, having Mandy come around your house. No, but it's not right to get a heavily pregnant woman there. She likes it. She and uh, she had a little sleep on the set. Eh? <laughs> she's exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when she's asleep, she puts her hands over her tummy. I love her. Oh. It's nice, isn't it? She's protecting she's, her, she's baby. protecting her baby. When she due? She knows I'm writing on it. Yeah. Belly with crayons. When's she due? Uh, November 26th, I think it's meant to come out, that baby. I'm just saying, come out, bring it and out. And November the 27th, you've booked her in for makeup again. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, unfortunately, I've got a manicure that day. So you should see him having his makeup done, it's well funny. No! You know, when a woman, like, say you've had a fight and you're in a film, right? You're in Diana Jones and, and you're having your wounds tended to. Yeah, and you go, you go oh, and the woman goes, sorry, sorry, you know. Yeah, it's but okay. If you're always matter. a man about it, that, well, <laughs> they always go, no, no, that's okay, all right. It's fine. It's fine. Him, right, <laughs> she accidentally pulls her hair out of you. He goes, <laughs> 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 he, he does his hissing thing. He's a vicious little sister. <laughs> <laughs> Only momentarily, not properly, like, mm. you know. Anyhow. I know it's, the other day he didn't have her doing his makeup, he had another one, and she put his eyeliner. I mean, listen to the, you know, yeah. she did his eyeliner wrong, <laughs> and he had a little tantrum. I don't like it inside. <laughs> it's got to be outside my eyelid. <laughs> You've done it wrong. <laughs> Watch this video of me. <laughs> <laughs> Here is a reference. <laughs> <laughs> 
I ain't even like how you describe. Yes, you are. Dear Voice of a Generation, another lovely lads, if you could time travel back to any point in your life and give yourself a message, what would it be? Love, Esme. She had a nightmare about Cheeky Tuesday, this person. That was one of the things oh, we've yeah. done in our television programme. Oh, thanks, Esme. Well, I was painted blue and forgot I was blue and tried to chat up the actress. Matt, like a <laughs> mug, was stood there painted blue with a bald head and a big, long, thin nose. There was an actress in, in our in our sketch. Matt stood there going, oh, right, you know, if you ain't busy, like, oh, oh maybe, I didn't maybe, say maybe that. Maybe go down cool. Cinderella and Rockefeller, go with a big fat suit <laughs> on all big, long, blue fingers. <laughs> she, poor girl was embarrassed as he tried to shove salad towards her and attempt to <laughs> Wooer using the same techniques of seduction that a magpie no. would use, bringing her shiny objects that he found in a garage. <laughs> I was giving her some salad. I thought, oh yeah, this is going all right. And then yeah. I caught sight of me reflected in a car. <laughs> and I was bright blue and had a long, foot long nose. Ridiculous uh, man. Silly. Here, this is from someone called Mine, Mine, Mine at mine.mine.mine.blue at blueyonder.co.uk. A good person. Mourn, old Russ. Did you see the spoof of yourself on Bremner Bird and Fortune last night on TV? You've arrived, Sam. Ta-ta. I didn't see it. What happened? Tell us more about this thing. I'd like to know. You're on Bremner Bird and Fortune. That's amazing. I'm not a political leader, as yet. Oh. But, you know, things could change. Anyway, what history, period of history would we? I didn't see it, but I'd like to know more about it. I bet what? they mauled you. They never. They're vicious satirists. Them vicious satirists had a tore me asunder, wouldn't they? Probably gone, oh, hello, been all camping, had a ridiculous hair. I wonder what Russell Brown would be like if Trevor McDonald was here. <laughs> <laughs> hello, this is the news. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's some effing old news, you'll say. Um, what period of issue? Oh no, right, so you could go back to yourself and in the past a and give yourself a message. Right. Hmm. Matt, what, when would you go back to and what message would you give you? I'd go back to when I started at university and say, Don't bother. Get out of it. Start writing. If start I, working in telly. Right start laying in bed. Yeah, you for three years. Tell yourself that message now. Get stop laying in bed. You do that every day. I am a workaholic. You're not a workaholic. <laughs> Lazy person. I spend my life come get up, concentrate. There was one time stop I looking around the room. Went to sleep on, when I was going to be working. I put, lined up some chairs. I thought no one would ever find me. I went to sleep and then I was. Someone came in. Captured. Our manager took a photograph of him laying down like a bum. It's very hard to be woken up. Give yourself that message now. Give yourself a message. Give yourself a message. Give yourself a message. What, so what message would you give yourself, Trevor? Lock with your bowler hat and your mandolin. Don't get in that shower with that shampoo. Don't get in there. What message you should give yourself is, that's a crow in the wall, you stupid sod. When he was frightened that there was a monster living in his wall as a yeah. child, it was just a crow. Just a, a crow. A dying crow trapped <laughs> in the wall. <laughs> Scratching its little back. Hear the woman in the news said, Bucky's hand. Open. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's amazing. I mean, she said, "Bucky's and open." Yeah, we've got to make it harder now. Right. She's this, thrown down a gauntlet, Russ. This time, she's got to say something about jihad. <laughs> Fatwa. No. <laughs> no, she hasn't. She's not going to say that. That was a joke, a bad joke. Yeah. Um, but that's good. That she had buckets and hopping, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. She went. Uh, it'll be buckets of joy. He's weird if he wins, and he'll be hopping mad if he loses. Brilliant. Two words. That means we can get her to do something else. Sneezy. Get her to say sneezy. Sneezy. Get to say a couple of dwarf names do you from think the Snow White. She could just do a couple of words in a Scottish accent. Oh, what if what if we couldn't we get her to go? Oh, this is the news. Oh, oh <laughs> no, 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 no. 
That's terrible. And do you know what she's called? What? Flora Watkin. Flora Watkin? That is her name. Flora Watkin, Flora Watkin, Flora Watkin, Flora Watkin. Don't ever do that sexy voice. Oh, no, 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 no. I've got my headphones on. It's too intense. It's, it's inside my head. Oh, you're a pretty boy. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Say what? It's nice. Oh, he's liking it. I want Flora Watkin. Do it again. Look at his face. Matthew. <laughs> he's took his headphones off. What a little oh. twit. Um, right, so Flora Watkin, thank you very much for saying hobby, because it's not affecting the news. If it was a terrible tragedy happened, we wouldn't do it, would we? But as there ain't no tragedies, yeah, she's got to name seven dwarves. She's got to go as many as she can. Yeah. Snoopy, Sneezy. <laughs> Snoopy. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but he's my favourite. Snoopy. That's for. what um, Australians call Moors too. Snoopy. Snoopy. Give us some snow, please. Oh, Australia, you say. <laughs> oh, it's from Australia. I fell out of a boat. My girlfriend left me. I had to go with doctors. I was in Australia. Apples are big and shiny. That is what Matt Morgan has to say every time Australia's mentioned. Don't you just get a bit sick of it. Um, so yeah, Flora Watkins. That's a good name, isn't it? Flora Watkin. Flora Watkin. You I could fall it. in love with Flora Watkin oh, at school, Flora couldn't you? Watkin. I'm in love with Flora Watkin. Yeah, Flora Watkin. I wish I could be Flora Watkin. Flora Watkin. Look at her ass. Flora! Flora Watkin! No, I'm... I've made a big mistake. What? It's Flora Watkins. There's Flora two, Watkins! Of them. No, you couldn't fall in love with Watkins. No Scott. way, she sounds like a right cow. No, she'll be brilliant. I'm <laughs> joking. She's lovely. She's brilliant. She said hop in and bucket. I love her. Right, so anything else that we've got to say? Oh, someone here saying, how come you're so flexible? It's Tia McPhee. She's seen me do that thing with Chris Evans. She goes, uh, are you really some sort of Buddhist and do you appreciate universal oneness and that? Do you do yoga? No, he's got a key ring. <laughs> <laughs> I do bloody appreciate universal oneness. Sometimes I have a little meditate, don't I, Trev? You do, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, see? He goes into what? the toilet. He goes into the toilet. Oh, that thing, the, yeah. that, that's before he does anything. I've got to go and do a whoopsie. That's how I prepare myself to concentrate. Right. What do you say to yourself in your in your mind? Don't go and say anything weird on the telly or radio. Don't go on the telly or radio and say something mad that'll make everyone be sacked and you have to go back to being it's poor. It's ironic that you're standing in a toilet talking to yourself. <laughs> Listen, don't do anything mad <laughs> and everything's gonna be alright. Right, now we're doing well so far. <laughs> Just keep up the good work. No, don't pick that up. No, put that back. Oh, you picked it up. Don't cuddle it though. It's not a baby. Oh, you idiot. Am I allowed to say what you did the other day? What was it? When you went like that, Go on. that's disgusting. Oh, no, we... you threw something at me when I was on the toilet. You started that. What? what? Come on! I was I sat on the toilet. Max started I'm a war. Gonna, I'm couldn't even finish. Too you disgusting. threw a light bulb at me. I was sat on the toilet. Oh yeah. Right, what, what did you, you expect me to do? I opened the door when he was looking for a light bulb at him. Yeah. Right, but it was, it was meant to inspire him. <laughs> it was like an idea. He said it's like an idea for you. He goes, imagine it coming out of your head. Yeah. Like an idea bubble. I threw it at him. And then he opened the door and had his own poo in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he showed it to me. What a disgusting man. It was delicious. So when you say, I am a Buddhist actually, yes, I meditate. You don't. You cart your turds around. Well, actually, if you open your mind very wide, you'd realise that that poo is inside you, then it's outside. It's touching the inside of your body anyway. And you only move from your rectum from he, your hand. When he your does rectum is touching your hand anyway. Look, put your hand on your rectum, trace it round, there. It goes all the way around. Your skin is one organ. Yeah, Everything's you touching you each other anyway. can't with all that rubbish. Yes, you can! Also, when he does a poo, he goes, get out. Do <laughs> you think you could live there rent-free? <laughs> <laughs> you go, get out. Oh, get out, my pretties. Come to daddy and things like that. Oh, yeah, I do, yeah. Uh, when we, you do do that! 
<laughs> we sound you Me and Matt start to sit next to each other in cubicles, and I can hear him in the next room go, Get out of there! Dolly Daydream! You little bottom liars! Get out! You can live in the woods, see how well you get on. Russell says, Get- You think you were gonna live in there rent-free forever? <laughs> get out! <laughs> like that. Oh, I do because I know you're listening. I don't do that when I'm on my own. I'm too yeah. busy boosting up my old self-esteem when I'm on my Todd. Graham from West Sussex needs to know, what is our favourite Rocky film? What is it? I've never watched a Rocky film. None of them. They're brilliant, you fool. Rocky. I've never seen Rambo, Rocky, any really? of those. You've yeah. not even been watching things that Sly Stallone does. No, Sly Stallone. <laughs> I think that's his name. Uh, well, at least I know he's not called Stallone. <laughs> Like. Rocky Three's good because of Clubber Lang, who's really out of order. Rocky Four's good because hold on, wouldn't we do something? Oh yeah, Rocky Four. That was with Matt to go to the doctors. It was you like should um, get John from Ross's job doing film two thousand and six. Yeah. Actually, these reviews are blistering. Rocky Three. <laughs> Rocky Four's good. <laughs> <laughs> I could do film less than that. Hello, welcome to two thousand and nine. Rocky Four's good. <laughs> Hello, welcome to two thousand and nine. You got to put the word film in there. Welcome <laughs> to oh, yeah. 2009! That's, he's gonna review the whole That's year. That's what you'll see on New Year's Day, just him. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to it! Nice, isn't it? Look out the window, there's stuff going on. Alright. Now then, we're supposed to be talking about- Right, we'll do, let's do a record, then we'll come back, we'll do Matt's cultural review, then we'll do something unique. Let's try me out Noel Gallagher, we should talk to him while we're in Manchester, yeah. shouldn't we? For Christ's sake. Alright then, let's listen to a little old record. What's it gonna be, Matt? I don't know. Klaus Nomi. Klaus Nomi. Klaus Nomi. Right now, we're supposed to be only listening to things from Manchester. Trev assures me he's, he's from, from Salford. Salford. He's from Klaus Nomi. Ain't it a bit of a German name from someone from Salford? Salford has a big immigrant community Does from, it, Trev? From Germany. A yeah. big Bavarian immigrant of, community. Yeah, he's one of Salford's favourite sons. Is you? this that one? This I'm is a Paul man! No, 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 no different one. I think this is Lightning Strikes. Trevor, you've been telling lies about Klaus Nomi. You told me a minute ago that David Bowie and Morrissey love him. They was do. that true? They do. Morrissey put him on his Influences album. Did he? Yes, he did. It's the last did track. He? No, he didn't. Right. And, um, David Bowie, um, once heard his name in a lift. Right, fair enough. Well, we'll have a listen, but if we find out he's not from Manchester, Trev, you've got to pay a terrible forfeit, and that is called the Moss Side Naked Gay Challenge. <laughs> 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 Alright, let's have a listen to Klaus Nomi then. Rubbish. Abs that was- Trevor, he's not from Salford, you liar! He's got an accent, he sounds like he's from Germany. He's he is from, from Germany! Salford. You lied to us, you I lied didn't. to your friends, no. that is worse than anything you've ever done. No, it's not, and that's a good song though, isn't it? What a cool oh, song. Why is he always like that for? What's up with him? He's a trained opera singer, isn't he? But he's crossed over the genres, he's melted. He certainly has. He's crossed into the genre <laughs> of psychological torture. That seems to be where he's cheating. Your, hero, when, when your hero likes him. Morrissey likes him. Yeah. <clears throat> it makes it difficult to And it? you like him as well. Me We've only got like Trevor's word for that. Also, he might not like him. Where's he from? The 80s or? He's from the 80s. He died in 1982. Well, he's from the 70s. He's become obsessed with him. Trevor, what is this sick obsession? I'm trying to bring new music to a new it's generation. It's not music. It's not new music. What about that one last one? I'm a simple chap! That was confusing. <laughs> simple chap, simple man. Well, it's something was simple about him. Thanks for bringing us that coffee. The young lad here, our mate Craig, bought us all a nice, lovely drink from a, a, a morally uh, repugnant coffee boutique. <laughs> and then, but he's also he's managed to steal all the condiments. He's bought, <laughs> he's bought chocolate, cinnamon, all things. Well done. That is going above and beyond the Call of Duty. I notice you dressing. Come here. You dress in cyber wear, don't cyber you? Cyber yeah. Cyber dog. You're or a other, other brands are available. Oh, good. Well done. Yeah. Now, wh why? 
you do. I like this sort of stuff. Because it's all shiny, this is how you express yourself, yeah. dressing like that. Okay, did you feel a bit guilty nicking that stuff? No, because the tops are shiny, like a magpie. Good so lad. Like, <laughs> right. Take him. We've quickly unearthed that Craig is a loony. <laughs> 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 well done, though. Good, thanks for going on the rob for us. You're a good lad. <laughs> Mark, Issa, we've got lots of people have come into the studio now to help us. Uh, like if we we can't name check them because there's I think fifteen people have come to see us. It's nice, isn't it, for the atmosphere? Nearly all our listeners in Nearly, one year. Yeah, actually, we might as well turn the mics off. <laughs> <laughs> um, if Russell had ginger hair, says Mark Eastall from Bradford, and stripes, he would look like a tomcat that does its business in my garden. What is it, an accountant? What does it do? <laughs> Sit there doing sums by a turnip, a little too close to my vegetables. Which other celebrity with feline characteristics would you not like to see doing a shuffle in your veg plot? That's a really confusing Very question. Difficult. Well, we've got to think of a celebrity, give it feline characteristics. All right, I wouldn't like to see- No, no, one that's already got feline. <laughs> you got to think of that, and then you've uh, got to not want to see them in your garden. Terence Trent Darby, looking like one of the Thundercats, kicking a window in on my greenhouse. I'd hate that to happen. It'd be terrible, really, wouldn't it? It'd be an awful What's business. What's happened to him? He's went a bit. He took himself too seriously too early in his career, and it ruined things because his career was it was good, wasn't oh, it? That was wishing well was good. But I think he went a bit mad. The second album, Fishing or Foul. Well, it's not good. It was, well, it was called Fishing or Foul. But that's and a it, strange thing to call something. Well, it cursed it, didn't it? And it Did was experimental, it? there wasn't a single, you know, radio playable song on it. It was exper- he went and done an experiment. Yeah. Let that be a lesson to you, Matt, when you're thinking of doing some more of your no, odd thinking. experiments on the lavvy. You take yourself too seriously, uh, when? in your career. When have I took myself seriously, ever? All the time. <laughs> what about when you go on about overthrowing the government? Oh yeah, that's a bit taking the old self seriously, I suppose. <laughs> but I'm planning to do that. Well, oh no, Oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> keep it a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> no, because you think about it. Anyway, James Brown, who's, <laughs> I was about to say this to authenticate him, who founded Loaded magazine, <laughs> said that I could become a messianic cult leader if I felt like Don't it. Don't listen to people like him. He goes, you could be a David Koresh figure, and I sort of thought, yeah, yeah good, did it? things turn out alright for David Koresh? I seem to remember he had a lovely no time. <laughs> what happened to him? Weren't he all killed by <laughs> the FBI <laughs> and all set on fire in that down old Waco? Yeah, we don't want that happening to us. Getting, like, we probably could go and live in that village where they filmed Prisoner, start a nice cult there. Imagine it. All us lot go and live there. I'd love to come. I think I might get a wife, get married. <laughs> just <laughs> get on with it. You are coming down to that cult, young man, to be a bishop. <laughs> Hello, Russell and Co., says Claire and Mim. Just wanted to say my girlfriend and I were at your show last night and had a spiffing time. I was a little anxious about funny you'd be do- how funny you'd be doing stand-up, but I have to say I was pleasantly surprised. I like that when I get them sort of school report style things yeah. where yeah. people think I'm going to be rubbish. Must but harder. You were fabulously funny and entertaining, so thanks. We've turned into Radio 6 this morning, which I'd never even heard of till last night. We've turned in or tuned in? Uh, let's have a look again. We've turned into Radio 6. <laughs> yeah. We're inside them now. <laughs> <laughs> we're living in their bowels, Matt! You, don't you start talking to them and muttering stuff at them. Yeah, they, no, actually, that, you're right, it says tuned in. We've tuned into Radio 6 this morning and are now enjoying the show and eagerly awaiting your rap. Oh no, why did I say that? In the meantime, any chance of playing Dove's tune for us? We've done that already. We've already done it. Thanks again and easy does it, Claire and Mim. Thanks for coming and that and being all nice Can you do us. your rap now, then? No! I will do a rap. You did one on the podcast intro. Yeah. I'll do another rap. That's because it was just us three. I but didn't you... feel shy then. Just do it. Just... I'll do a rap later. I will do a rap. I promise. I promise that by the end of this show, you'll have heard old Russ MC rapping his little heart out. Rapping my legs off. Don't worry about the old rapping. 
Oh, look, look, young Luke, friend of the show. Yellow you, Russell, he says. Me and old Adrian like each other now, but her parents aren't too keen on me. How do I convince them otherwise? What would you do? Luke says that. You know, young Luke who comes in here, lovely yeah. lad. I likes him. Uh, right, now, them two, him and Adrian are together, but Adrian's parents don't like him. Mm. Oh, God, it's a conundrum. Oh, it's a bloody conundrum. What are we gonna do? Why don't you, Luke, go around there, tuck your winky in your balls between your legs, pull down your trousers, and go, love me, love me, like that, all with lipstick all over your nipples, and, uh, I think that'll probably brighten things up, won't I think it? it? might confuse matters. I don't think it will, Matt. Who wouldn't want a son-in-law that behaved in that matter, especially if at the end of it he turns around to reveal <laughs> it all, all trussed up, all nice, between his thighs, all nestled there. That's, that's, the that's why I wonder why they don't like him. There must be a reason he's probably done something wrong. It's unusual. Someone's playing a mandolin in there. <laughs> What's going on? Our telephone is going oh, off. God. Oh, God. Turn off your telephone. You're in a radio station. Why'd What's you do wrong? it? Come on. And they've got fags. How old are you old enough to have fags? <laughs> Bloody cheek. What's wrong with them? It's actually quite a good way of finding things. Are you old enough to have fags? Sixteen. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's a good way of finding stuff out. Japanese schoolgirl pants, says oh. Zoe Fletcher. It's true, there are vending machines with schoolgirl pants Thank in them. Thank you. Oh. But they I aren't from an actual schoolgirl. Apparently the knickers are stolen from washing lines. Oh my god. Oh, that's even more and exciting. Then, then tuna fluids is oh. put in them. Oh, oh crikey. That's not Zoe. True. I know, I don't think. Is made that made up? But they do have vending machines with used, apparently, knickers yeah. in them. Who would ever want that? Japanese businessman. <laughs> no, oh I'm yeah, joking. but it's from a schoolgirl though. It's disgusting, isn't it? Unless Weird. they start school till they're about twenty, in which case, yeah, all right then. Hi, Russ, Matt, and Cocky. I want to. I went to Margaret Crawshaw's party. Margaret Crawshaw. Oh, I remember her. Yeah. Margaret Crawshaw. Yeah, she was in Mrs. Smith's class. Good old Margaret Crawshaw. When I was nine, I went there. She was a big chubby lass who kept her pet budgie's claws and feathers in a locket round her neck. <gasps> <gasps> And she was called Margaret Crawshaw. She thinks the budgie was still alive. She just snipped him off. Yeah. Yes. And the budgie would just sat there. He had no beak. <laughs> a little beakless budgie <laughs> gumming at the bars of its cage. Oh, I like that image. Anyway, I bought her a box of milk tray for her present. You romantic devil. <laughs> this is from Diane from London. I love every detail about this. Margaret Crawshaw, Diane, budgie's claws and feathers in a locket. That's oh. good, isn't it? I like this. In one of those lozenges when you have a small... You fool. It weren't like a tune. It's like, a, not a lozenge. It's a, a locket, like a memento, like you might have from a loved one. Oh, like can you right. read the rest of this? Because at the moment it's just Well, <laughs> this last Diane bought a box of milk trays from the corner shop because she was poor and from one parent family. And the next day at school she handed them back because when she handed them they were mouldy. Oh. Oh, this is tragic. This is a bloody <laughs> bleak tower. This could make oh. a Mike Lee film, this. I'll bet she took it out on the budgie. Yeah, of course she did. That course poor budgie. Oh, she'd have got hell. She'd have, cut, she'd have kicked the cage when she got in. Kicked the cage yeah. with her own stumpy little, little toes, budgie. which didn't have no toenails on them. But <laughs> there's a bloke over the road from me, Fred, he never had no fingernails. What, All on either his... hand? None of them. And when I goes, what happened to him? He said the fish in his garden ate him. He didn't even have a garden. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even have a garden. Oh, but finger fingers without fingernails on them. Was there like different. a- was there something like there was a mark there where they'd been? No, they were all from. smoothed over. Like little sort of just jabby do- like little domes of flesh, jab jab so you sure didn't have gloves on? <laughs> His hands <laughs> were made of wool. I don't know. It's <laughs> 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 very confusing. Uh, anyway, this person, Diane from London, loves our show and was a bit alarmed when she saw the back of her hair on telly full of Matty Morgans. It looked like it had separated into two sections and a bit weird. What? 
full of Matty Morgans. I was alarmed when I saw the back of your hair on telly full of Matty Morgans. It looked like it had separated into two sections, a bit weird. What do you think will be your next look? Will you keep your tidy beard? You're a handsome devil. Don't worry about your hair. Diane from London. There was no Matt Morgans in my hair. Matty Morgans is now caught me rhyming slang. Matty Morgans organs. Matty Morgans, what could it mean? Church organs. Church organs. What on earth is going on? Don't try not to worry too much. Okay, so we've got quite a lot of people in here. What, Trevor, what's the matter? Well, someone's just given me a post-it note. And yeah. I, I need to remind us that we've got a son of Manchester on the show later on. Ah, Gideon yeah, Conn is Gideon, coming on to the show. Yeah, he's gonna perform live. Young Gideon Conn's coming on our show to, uh, perform a record for us. Yeah, I did a show with him last Sunday, he's really good. What do you mean you did a show with him? Well... It, it sounds very erotic, <laughs> Trevor. Well, you know, we just <laughs> improvise a little erotic dance for some this, Was this your homosexual experimentation you're it referring was, to? It was, You and, and young Gideon Conn? It was a right little learner, yeah. <laughs> it was an earner? <laughs> it was a little learner. Blimey. It went down very well. Okay, so Gideon will be on the show a little bit later. Trevor, why, what are you pondering? I've never seen you like this. I was pondering me and Gideon doing an erotic mm. thing on stage. Well, it sounds lovely. Yeah. Gez Daring from Stockport goes, My girlfriend and I went to the dance house gig with some friends. It was excellent. We, I'd like to ask Trevor, where did he get his shoes? Trevor, where did you get your shoes? Uh, I got them from the office. Not the office. Office. From a shop. <laughs> I went to an office available. and a gentleman had left his shoes behind and I nicked him. Ridiculous it, weirdo. Uh, um, also, Russell, did you have a pre-gig Nicky-style tantrum about water? The girl was setting up your stuff after Trevor's <laughs> put a set, put a jug of tap water and a glass on your table. <laughs> it's funny. To only to scurry off five minutes later, face and replace it with three bottles of mineral water. I was laughing before you even come, to, um, even before you came on at the thought of you crying backstage, going, oh, "I need bottled water." Once again, great gig. What happened then? It was brilliant. It was really funny. That sort of thing did happen. I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't me. No, no one told me. Yeah, like, it was beautiful. It was like a piece of theatre. It was like a weird sort of short Beckett play because uh, the, the, called there was, water. There was uh, the the table, the chair, and the audience were there, and the lights went up, and the songs would end, and then they'd yeah. get really excited, and then someone would walk on and put a jug and a cup and they're like, all right, he's here. And then someone will come and remove the jug and the cup. That's, that's uh, so quite experimental. And backstage we were going, no, no, it's tap water. He won't drink tap water. <laughs> he won't drink- Cause Gordon, of oestrogen! Gordon, we've got tap water. That's what are we gonna true. do? Bottle water. There's no bottle water. He won't I never come had down. A, I, never, a call. I didn't have a tap- No one told me about this water oh, no, thing. I was just in the toilet waiting. People had the tantrum. That's good now. It's got to the stage yeah. where people just anticipate the tantrum long in advance. I wouldn't have had a tantrum. I'd have just- Silently hated the world, <laughs> but like, um, no, I was just waiting in the lavvy while all this went on. And there's good reason if you're a fella, don't drink tap water because it's got estrogen in it because of uh, birth control pills getting flushed down the lavvy and that out of wee wee. For and so it's making us all feminine, which is why Trevor Tre keeps listening to Klaus know me. No, drink what? tap Probably water. not true. It is true. Estrogen. Estrogen from birth control pills. It's good for you. It's good for you. How is it? Because it makes you more like a lady. Is, is that why you're on the pill? Trevor's <laughs> been on the pill for four years now. <laughs> complains that his flow's too heavy. <laughs> Trevor, you've got, uh, we've got to move on from all this. So, uh, anyway, once again, great gig, says Gez Daring. Do you think that that lady, he doesn't say lady, you snogged in front of her daughter will appear in the people with her top off in an expose. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, this lady made me kiss her. Right, so, um, n now, right, uh, a bit later in the show, we've got Trev Sonic Enigma. Is it a good one, Trevor? Oh, it's a classic. It's one classic of the great ones. Classic today. It's a return to form. We know it's gonna be a Manchester band, because everything's themed around Manchester, so that immediately makes things easier. Matt, are you gonna do a cultural review? Certainly am. Crikey. And we'll definitely ring Noel up in a second. That's gonna be exciting. But now, we're going over to the news with old Flora. 
Flora Watkins. Flora Watkins. Flora. What's the word? She's got to say as many seven dwarves as she can. Oh, okay. Yeah? Dopey, sneezy, doc. That's an easy one to get in. Uh, yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, but what she doesn't know the names of them. Right, let's make them Bashful. Up. We don't know the names. Bashful, sneezy, dopey. Snoopy. Snoopy, grumpy. Uh. Flumpy. Uh, then Jason Orange, uh, <laughs> Howard. <laughs> that is all and of Ringo. them. And Ringo. So if you can get them into the old news, it's gonna brighten up the old news, so it's over to you, Six of Flora Watkins, yeah! I know it's Happy Mandy. Tokoloshi Man. Tokoloshi Man? Nice to listen to that. Trevor, one of our friends in here has bought no. you a little prissy. Not the fudge, please. What do you think that is, Trev? Please, no. Eat your fudge, Trev! Please, no. It's quite a lot of fudge, mate. That's uh, Trevor, if someone's generous enough to buy you some fudge. I am hypoglycemic. Get that fudge down, you! Don't Eat your fudge, fudge, Trevor! In my mandolin. Lots of people say it's like it is like a communion in now, isn't it? People have sat down, it's like people have got guitars and mandolins. Some of them are high on drugs, they're sick everywhere. It's nice. It's like the last days of the Waco Stop siege. Eat your fudge, fudge Trev. So, um the newswoman, what did she what did Fiona what did she say? She said something like this. Rumours that the seven dwarfs have been detained in a young offenders institute have yet to be confirmed. That's brilliant! That is, uh, I think she's She's avant garde. Uh, well, she's taking the news to new heights. We're inventing the Unless news. Unless that did now. happen and. That's and true. Just the current lucky strike, lucky coincidence, <laughs> yeah. But can she do that, Russ? Is that allowed? Is that right? Yeah, it's definitely allowed. It's much better. It's so funny, at the BBC, the news people making up stories. Yeah, it's yeah. good, isn't it? Because also, the news is just propaganda and lies anyway. You might as well just stick things in there interesting about seven dwarfs. Overthrow the government with the all researched ideas. The I've read Chomsky for beginners and I think I can start a revolution. So, uh, yeah, Trev, eat a little bit of the old fudge. I'm eating it, mate. Uh, Fiona Watkins is a new hero of ours. I just had a chat to Noel. Uh, happy birthday, Sarah. It's Noel oh. Gallagher's girlfriend's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday to ya! Happy <laughs> birthday to ya! Happy birthday to Sarah! Happy birthday to ya! That is our own invention. It's brilliant. I it's think it's gonna catch on! Oh, golly. It's us that's gonna be raking in the royalties now with our brilliant new remix of Happy Birthday. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, Noel just told me, this is, he will tell us more when he's on the phone, that um, when he was on Parky, Rod Stewart, who I like and respect and admire, of course, so, like, Parky goes, oh, what's this about? You can do quite a good Parky, can't you, Matt? No. What's this? Yes, you it can. Didn't Trevor actually play Parky. Parky, you played, played Parky in Star Stories that yes. you're in on Channel 4. Yeah. How did you do him? Uh, 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 what's Brand? Uh, you, you, you've been, uh, the famous, uh, on the television, uh, Barnsley's favourite son. Granville. Oh, I'm a me pudding. Oh, I'm a pudding. You sound like you're constipated, did you ever? Um, yeah, apparently Rod Stewart said, uh, you know, like, Parky was asking about me and Noel Gallagher was forced to stand What a name dropper. What? Yeah, it ain't my on. fault, it's just well, an anecdote. What happened? I, well, he got, apparently Roger Stewart was saying, oh, that I said that I'm all mouth and no trousers, and I'll go, he's lovely, he's a cheeky lad, he's lovely, he goes, oh, they leave it in. I wonder when that'll be on. When, if they record Parky on Thursday, when will it be on, I wonder? Who would you think would win in a fight between you and Rod Stewart? I reckon I could take him. Yeah? Yeah! I think I could take Rodders down to Chinatown. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I use some of my moves! Elbow smash! No, no, no. Bam! No, no. What do you, what do you think Rod's tasty? Yeah, he'd knock you out. No, he'd he wouldn't, mate. He was mm. in the faces, come on. 
Yeah, but remember, I've got full of passion and energy and ego. Yeah, passion. What are we going to do? Try and kiss him? <laughs> <laughs> I'll snog him to death. I'll turn him over, treat him like a princess. Well, I'm full of passion. <laughs> He's full of passion. Is he though? Yeah. No, I don't think so, because Roger is quite old now. Just old, old muscle. Yeah. yeah, come on. I think I can beat up most old people. Oh, but I'm prepared <laughs> to put it to the test <laughs> this afternoon on what I can only describe as my old people rampage. Um, no, I think that, um, I don't think I want to have a fight with Roger Stewart. No, you shouldn't. So, like, um, anyways, it'll be good. We can ask Noel Gallagher about it when he so comes Noel on the Gallagher phone. Noel Gallagher's stuck up here, that's nice. Nice of him too, ain't it? Right, so shall we have a, um, Sonic Enigma then? Why not? Yeah. Shall we get Trevor to do a Sonic Enigma? Is it a pre-recorded one, Trevor? It's pre-recorded, yeah, there's a jingle and there's a pre-recorded thing. Right, we know we've got new listeners today, because mm -hmm. we've had at least one mm -hmm. email, so mm -hmm. why don't you explain what the Sonic Enigma actually is? Because actually I still don't understand entirely. Well, well, I did a live one last night, so they would, they would know what it is from last night. But uh, for any new listeners who yeah. weren't there last night, Are you eating fudge, Trev? Oh, sorry. That's I'm sorry. Right. When have you ever been told to do that? Oh, go on. <laughs> Trevor, go on in, Trev. Do the Sonic Enigma. No, so the Sonic Enigma is I do a soundscape, an oral soundscape, and in it, that is a clue to the title of a song. And mm. if you guess it, you and can come in. And you've made one studio. already. And typically, what this would involve is a sketch where Trevor and oh, his come in. Always has and then you hear this noise. Yeah. <laughs> That noise has not been heard since the first weeks of August. No, that's always in it. it. It's always it's you not. at a doctor's. You have, no. Hello, Mr. Lock. No. Uh, come in, Mr. Lock. And then a weird noise no. that sounds odd. No, that, you last that heard that in the first know. week of August and the doctor thing has only, only Recently been Recently emerged. Yeah. And then there'll the be first a- first week of August, what you remember that when- He keeps logs of things D like that. I said it ran down in my diary. Disgusting Silly little man. book that is. Anyway, we've stretched this out long enough. He Where's gets, the jingle? He, he does a big explanation of what it is. Then, then there's a jingle, jingle the last ten minutes. Well, he asked me to do the blinking explanation. I mean, he asked me to do the blinking. I might swear like it's the twenties. <laughs> why don't Why don't we um, listen to the jingle then? Yeah, here we go. on the radio. Oh, it's a competition. Why don't you have a go? Why don't you have a go on the radio? Is that meant to be Carl Brett? Was well, meant to be Carl Brett. Yeah. It was meant to be Carl Brett. done by you. Carl Brett done by me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Trevor, that, okay, that's the jingle for Sonic Enigma. We're now all <laughs> groomed and prepared to hear one. Let's hear the Sonic Enigma itself, shall we? Here we go. Hello, Teresa. Oh, hello, Trevor. Would you like to come swimming with me? Oh, no, no. Why not? Well, I, uh, just, I've never learned how to swim. Well, I can teach you. No, no, it wouldn't be a good idea. Me and Walter don't mix very well. Teresa, why don't you come for a picnic with me in the meadows, then? No, can't do that, because I don't like the crunch. We all knew this day would come, didn't we, Matt? <laughs> oh, God. That Trevor would finally go too far with a sonic <laughs> enigma. And it'll just become patently a man expressing his mental illness. What is that supposed to be then? Oh, well, no. I can't oh, tell no, you that, is. can I? Because then I would have to be in the audience and hello, in the hello, studio next week. It has always got that moment. Hello, come in. Type yeah, there's no there. hello, come in. Well, it's a hello, Teresa. Well, where else do you start a conversation? Your sketch comedy, Trevor, is like beyond the fringe never happened. It's like pre-Peter Cook comedy. Sort of like it's like makes Ealing comedy look like some that sort of experiment. It's really bizarre. Okay, so uh, if you can know what that is, you can text us on 64046 or you can email russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. But probably first contact counsellor because it means you understand Trevor Locke, which is no place to be in psychologically. That is Trevor's Sonic Enigma. Does anyone here, don't, any of the people, we've got about 15, 20 people here, any of you have the slightest idea what that might be? 
All I can see is Come little on. battle faces. People shaking their head in dismay. It looks like New Orleans after that flood. People just sat around, <laughs> all distraught and destroyed, totally unhappy, quite rightly because of the way uh, the American government didn't look after no one there and that anyway. Mafu, don't shake your head at me. I'm allowed to talk about New Orleans if I like. Go on then. What you, do you want to do a bloody cultural review then? Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Review culture. I don't know the way it's set up. Alright, alright. Mm. What do you mean? I come to it too pessimistic. Do you want to do a cultural review then? Like <laughs> he gets a little he gets a preamble, jingle, or a gets jingle. A preamble. We'll do you a jingle. Go on, on then, then, do the jingle you on that play mandolin. Your mandolin. You do the rap, I'll do the... Yeah, do the rap. Be a rap. Do, a do rap. the rap. I ain't do doing no rap. It'll be just a normal sing. Right, go on then. Do yeah, a guess okay. a chord or something, then. <laughs> Mad's cultural review. Mad's ridiculous opinions. <laughs> Matt grapples with culture, but ultimately uses it to try and pull birds. To try and pull birds. It's not really a cultural view at all. Matt Morgan, yeah, woo! What was that effect on the mic? That was mental. Well done, thanks. We've That's never good. had such high production. We'll have to come to Manchester song. more oh, often. Yeah. So much to answer for. Come on in, let's see it, let's see you then. Matt, don't uh, sigh before a culture. Have you got your little bullet points? I haven't written anything now. Oh, oh man, head. look at this now. Freestyle cultural <laughs> reviews. Whoa, <laughs> well, alright. <laughs> um, I went to a lock and key party. What is this? Describe for those of us that can meet people without the use of lock and key parties <laughs> what one is. Can I just say, I went because mm. there's a thing that Six Music are doing about s being single. It's the me, myself, and I campaign. And then about single for, life. Who on Six Music <laughs> could best represent these poor sobs? <laughs> they immediately look to Matt Morgan. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, there's nothing wrong with being single. I'm not saying that. But what there is something wrong with is you. Now, <laughs> what is your cultural well, Wait till you hear it. Coming in. Um, yeah, what, what happens is the women have. It's very sexual. So, what, you sit down London and you go to what do you do? There's a bar or something. It's you go down there. London. <laughs> We're up north now, mate. That's how we talk. But I think it could happen up north. It happens everywhere. Happens everywhere. Yeah. All right. So you go what to you, you, you go, go to a right, bar. You go to a bar on your own because Trevor stitched you up after saying he'd come with you. Trevor, I t you gave me very little notice, and I had a friend's birthday celebration. What do you have to do? <laughs> Put your pajamas on, on over your clothes and go stand there, weeing yourself with glee. Well, <laughs> some of those things were involved. Um, yeah. So I went there on my own. Oh, tragic. Uh, walked in, made friends quite quickly. Who'd you make chums with then? Just this, this bloke who was, uh, I thought he was the manager actually, he was like a skinhead bloke in a suit. Sat Why there do you all think proud. he was the manager? Because he was sat there, like he owned the place. Like, like King Rollo, sat yeah. there all puffed up with his own sense of importance with a I, big pheasant. That's him, and I was <laughs> talking to him. I started talking to him and he goes, oh, you've done one of these before mate? I said, no, no, I haven't actually. And it was a bit of, because I didn't want to say to people, I'm here for the radio. Because it belittles everyone else. Yeah. But, but I did tell him. I told everyone. You told everyone. <laughs> sure. No one thought I was there. I was there. there. So uh, obviously you yeah. wasn't being embarrassed about it. Yeah. I wouldn't be. I think it's, it's nice to meet people. It's good fun, right? Women wear a padlock around right. their neck and Does men nice? have a key. Hey? Does it look nice? A padlock? Yeah, lovely. No, it looks like a Jim will fix it thing because it's got a red. Does that Jim will fix it badge? Yeah. I think they should, I wanted wanted to Jim they should wear those ch chastity belts, don't you think? Trevor? Trevor? It's not that sort of party. What earth do you want from people? Do you people? know the chastity belt was in use as late as 1930 in New York City? God bless those chastity belt operators in that New York City. That would have been a party, wouldn't it? Hell of a party, Trev. So anyway, don't speak for about an hour, actually, Trev. Right, so, <laughs> Trev, <laughs> is, oh, let's play a little game called Trevor. Don't speak while the radio shows on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, basically, right, so it's very, you know, like... Sexual imagery. Yeah, They've I mean, got a the little lock, you pop kit, your yeah. key in their lock. I know, and if it fits, you get a match, then you go and you get this, like, ticket Did for you? the raffle. Oh, give them the ticket. Right, <laughs> anyway, right, so... Suppose in that, if, if to stretch that analogy, the, the key is the penis, the oh. lock is the vagina, and the ticket would be an orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. You can win a weekend break in Paris. Really? And that would be. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, look. Let's <laughs> 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 not get bogged down in imagery. <laughs> no, never. So anyway, so it's a set, but it's good. It's good fun. And the bloke said to me, that bloke I like, first bloke I talked to, yeah, he said to me, think of the key not mm. so much as a way in as a way out. Right? Wow. I've said, what? That's wise. But what it means hell. is, like, He's a wise when, when women come over who you don't fancy or you don't really, you know, you can go, oh, anyway, well, got the to keep going. You yeah, know. yeah. So it's your way out, and that was quite, right. that's quite true. He's wise. But, however, skinhead. the best thing that happened was the barmaid who was working <laughs> was completely beautiful, and I pulled her. That is your cultural review. Yeah. I pulled this a barmaid. It's brilliant. That's your cultural review. I saw her the next I night. pulled a barmaid. Yeah. The end of civilization. So, um, in Where's a way. Where's the culture? Where's the review? Well, the, you so, know. Was it good? Did it you learn anything? Good. Would yeah. you recommend it's them a, to our I listeners? I definitely recommend it. It's a laugh. You'd recommend <laughs> it's a laugh. <laughs> you recommend. <laughs> essentially, all you said is. Reviewing barmaids. Matt's review is go and chat up barmaids. That's the conclusion. We chat up barmaids. That is the side issue. What's her name, this barmaid? I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah, oh, no, nice. don't embarrass her. Oh, okay. You've just said you've chatted her up at a lock and key party. <laughs> yeah, but I, I had to say to her, oh, I'm not here, but I'm here for the radio. And she said, yeah, yeah, I don't believe you. And then I got, like, but that happens quite she was early right on. Not to believe you. That happens quite you were early there on. For your own dirty purposes. I wasn't. This has made a mockery of I six saw someone there I know. That was embarrassing. You saw someone there you know? Yeah, yeah, that's difficult. That must be like meeting someone in the line of, for a child abuse register or something. Well, was not that like? quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Suppose it's worse. Only a lock and key pie. It's actually, it's, it's good fun, actually. It's a laugh. And, uh, you get a free glass of champagne at the beginning, which is... Yeah? Yeah. As well, well so. So thank you for your cultural review, you devious little pervert. You're just jealous, because you can't go there, because people would recognise you. That would be an advantage at a lock and key party, probably. By the end of it, I'll be able to unlock them padlocks with my brain. Some people had loads of keys as well. Towards the end, they just gave out, like, there's blokes with loads of keys. And some people just got committed to the idea of opening locks. Well, they forgot for what they it was for. They you're meant to be talking to people. <laughs> I like that. Just running around. That's what Trevor would do, wouldn't he? Trevor yeah. would forget that there was an ultimate objective of meet people, just scurry around like a blacksmith, <laughs> going, oh, this one's broke, ooh. Yeah, but that's confused. a good strategy if you want to win that, uh, break in Paris. <laughs> yeah, but who are you going to go there with? Your mum? I go on my own. Yeah, it'd be nice, though. Yeah. It was nice weekend in Paris, alone, walking up the Louvre, Champs-Élysées, staggering around, wondering about art. So, all right, in short- It's good. It's good. That it's is better than, I think it's better than speed dating because it's basically a party where mm. you know everyone's single and you've got a reason to go up and talk, talk to, them. to them. So you've got a way in and a way right. out. Yeah. So it's good. So it's good. Right. Do you think we should all be given keys and padlocks when we get to 18? No. Mm. Okay. What do you mean? Well, just go around if the world if, doing it. I think it'd be make great. the whole if world in the bus, if you're on the party. tube and you see somebody you fancy and they've got a padlock, but in a way we have and been. And you've got a key, and you can just go up to them and go. Trevor, that has biologically happened. That is what your penis is. No, you just you go can't up to them and the go. Oh, excuse you? me, I've got this. <laughs> Do you reckon it'll fit? No, no. So, but I think this is a good invention. I think I've just invented something that's going to transform. You have not invented nothing, mate. That is what you've invented. I think you've invented. It's called sex. No, 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 no. Give it a try one day. This is my invention. This will revolutionise society. You're on the bus. You're walking down the street. You're on the tube. 
aboard That's the tram. I'm not doing any of them things. Stop it. That's horrible. He's in a backwards you've taxi. Got, <laughs> you've crying. Got, listen. You've got a little padlock round your neck. Yeah. And someone else has got a key. Trevor, you should have a padlock round your wrists, mate, and you should be in a padded cell. And then you, that, that's an invitation. That says, right, I'm in the club. I'm in the lock and key club. And then you can yeah. just go up to them and say, oh, hello, I've got a key. No, no I don't like it, Trevor. Come on. It sounds intrusive. It makes the whole world a lock and key party. Easier to put you in Maudsley Mental Hospital and just, like, let everyone else get on their lives. Please, is that not a good idea, boys and girls? Don't encourage him. It's people disgusting. People are nodding. People are nodding. No, the pe people, people. Trevor, the only people who are nodding are the people that were nodding anyway because <laughs> they're rocking back and forwards and that ain't well. <laughs> they're not, their consent means nothing. Who would orchestrate? Who would make sure that... Anyone now? This idea's out there. I put this idea out there now. Somebody can now put a padlock round their neck and a, or a key round their neck, and now people will recognise so each other. So to do that, Trevi. We're dead ten minutes Don't later. Don't knock me down. This will this will help people meet. No. When you meet a girl on the street, it's difficult to go up to her and say hello. Leave people alone, Trevor. Stay indoors. Trevor, you're making an already confusing situation more confusing. <laughs> yeah. What, you I'm are. Not. That's Sit what you've on your hands. I'm not. Trevor, what did we say about just eat your fudge and just gum yourself up with fudge for a bit until you get all like that with so disease? You get in, a bit uh, too much fudge. To wrap things up, mm. go along; they're really good. Go to a lock and key party if you're single. Go have me, people. Also, yeah, because it is MTV, uh, not MTV, Radio Six Music. Uh, <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> what is this we're doing? What is this job now? Yeah, so, like, yeah, go along to it's single week here, right? It, this week's single week, is it? Yeah. Right, so if you're single, go a lock and key party if you want. Just don't try and extend the world into one big lock and key party, as as um, pr the prognosis of Trevor Locke is a, a, an incorrect one. It would just oh, create God, an horrible this situation. Is wrong. This What's is wrong? wrong? If it's single week, we should be celebrating being single. We shouldn't be trying to get out Stop of being it. single. It's good to be single. It's good to be single. Don't worry about right, it. Right, of people here, let's do a little straw poll. Hands up if you're single here. Right, quite a lot of. There's one. They're all single, except for this lovely, obvious couple there. That's nice. Pe the cyberpunk people. Why right. don't you start pairing up, you lot? Don't pair you up. You all pair up you? all nice. They're happy being single, Russ, don't Or, uh, let them all have an orgy around us, so we'll just be stepping over people copulating. It'd be oh, brilliant. Be nice. <laughs> Exciting. Don't do that. Right, so what have we got? It's coming up to midday. We've done Matt's Culture Review. We've put out the Sonic Enigma. If you think you know the answer to that, you can text us on 64046. Now, what are we going to listen to? We're going to listen to- 808 State. States? Why the hell not? Why shouldn't we listen to him? Who's going to stop us? The police, the government, a man coming up to us with a key around his neck going, Help me! Help me! I'm alone! <laughs> when you're trying to get a bus. Christ! Let's listen to 808 State, everyone. That was Paper Tigers from Chameleons. Or was it Chameleons? How would we know? They are so amorphous and changeable. We'll never really be able to tell before that. We had 808 State. And I believe between those things, Cocky Locky had the gall to do a link on his own, didn't he? Do you Did know about really? this, Matt? What did you say? Well, I just informed the listeners where you were because we were coming out of a record. We didn't know what to do. There was panic in the studio. Panic in the streets. We couldn't find you. I thought, oh, I'll come to the rescue. Go on, and what did you say? Well, just Recreate for me and Matt because I don't trust you. And I think you probably said something stupid. What was it? I said Russell Brand has resigned. <laughs> He's walked out of the studio. That is worse than that He's time we read out the Queen's obituary box. Yeah. You I all caused panic. I was in the girls' toilets. We all were. We couldn't find the boys' toilets. Well. Trevor was trying to find a urinal in there. <laughs> and then I remembered it was the girls' toilets. Ended up weeing in a sanitary bin, yeah, silly boy. Do it standing up. So, um, yeah, go on. So, what does he say in your link, Trevor? I just explain that you two t were doing something together. Oh, I would have come back, but he was going, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were having a little chit chat, a bit of a chin wag. So, right, yeah, Trevor's Sonic Enigma, we've got some wrong answers. Uh,
um, a lot of, well, well, they might not be wrong, we don't know at this stage, let's have a listen. Uh, is it Beck ghetto chip malfunction? That's from Dan Shannon, is it? No, I mean, that's a stupid thing, because if you listen to the show regularly, right. you realise you wouldn't have two Becks in a month, would really, you? That's true, you'd never have two Becks in a month, one <laughs> Beck in a month's enough Becks. So, he wants to come to the Newcastle radio show, uh, if there is one, yes, you can come, mate. Come where if you like, there won't you. Be one, There's man. loads of people in here now, there's about 30 people, some of them are using the phone, there's it's all like sorts going on. It's like a festival in here, isn't it? It is like a festival, it's People skinning up. <laughs> Stop that! So <laughs> legal. Happy Sunday, guys. Is is uh, this week's thing computer love by Craftwork? Is it Trev? No, it's not. That's quite a good answer. He says there's a is guy it? trying to seduce a lady robot. If this is not the case, please enlighten me. Says we should listen to, again, uh, listen to it again. Listen to it again. Yeah. All right. Right. Again. Is Play it? it? My plug-in baby by Muse. That's Francis. That's, good as that's well. very good. Good Fairly answers. Close. Good suggestions. Okay, okay, let's have a quick listen to it because we've got a very special friend of the show on the phone. So have a quick listen to it. Hello, Teresa. Oh, hello. Would you like to come swimming with me? Oh, Why not? Well, I uh, just I've never learned how to swim. Well, I can teach you. No, no, it wouldn't be a good idea. Me and Walter don't mix very well. Teresa, why don't you come for a picnic with me in the meadows then? No, can't do that because I don't like the very confusing. Is it our friend's electric by Chew by Army, says Gareth. No, it isn't. Right, okay, so if you think you know the answer, it's 64046, that's our text us or email us, uk. Oh, it's a frenzied atmosphere in the studio. It, it's hot in here from Body Heat Alone, it's like a Tina Turner record, steamy bloody windows, harsh of cocoa. There's lots of people in here groping at us, it's like a Lowry painting. Manchester has come alive, not since the dawn of the Hacienda has Manchester had such a vibe, not since the birth <laughs> of our favourite band, Oasis. And Who's that on the phone? Why, it's Noel, of course. You all right there, Noel? Yeah, very well. <laughs> Hiya, you sound a bit confused. Uh, I'm just... I, well, I am. I'm just laughing at you bringing up Manchester scenes when you're in London, you know, slagging it off. <laughs> I don't slag off Manchester. You know what you do, Northerners, all the time to me. Do, oh, yeah, I mean, I slag off Northerners to you, Noel, yes, yeah, but I would but never yeah, do yeah. that to the listeners it's of the show. Different skets now, though. Now, yeah. back now when you're up in the Mecca of the North, eh? I am, yeah, now I'm a little bit more nervous yeah. about ridiculing the people of Manchester. I was saying, not ridiculing the people of Manchester, it's you as an individual that, uh, that I'm attacking. No. So it's your girlfriend Sarah's birthday, and how did she spend the evening, the eve of her birthday? Well, no, it's Sarah's birthday today, and I'd just like to wish her happy birthday, Sarah. I'd love you. Oh, love you. you. Oh, I actually um, love you. But no, we were going to go out for lunch today, but she's been taken ill. That's she unfortunate. Saved me a few quid, I must say. But you said you <laughs> found her bent doubled in a corridor. I found her bent double in the uh, in the hallway of our sprawling country mansion, <laughs> uh, sweating. I thought it was just because she'd seen me in me in me underpants and socks. Well, that, that image has got me sweating. Yeah, who's that? Is that Trevor? No, that's me, Russell. Oh right. Um, uh, no, but she seems to have some kind of virus. She's got, she's got a virus. Yeah, she, she, well, obviously she's claiming she's caught it off me. Naturally, yeah. Well, if you, maybe if in a dirty northern and all. One would think, if well, you're living in an house with you, perpetual illness would be just one of the drawbacks. Perpetual mental illness is definitely the, one of them. The cruelty, the psychological, t psychological torture, the smell. But the, no. Smell? Yeah, well, come on, <laughs> the way you live. Smell? No, why are you trying to rocket yourself up the sun's... <laughs> bloody, what is it, they're drunkards league or something oh, that they no, have. No, no, because no, uh, for some reason, you know, like, well, you won't know this because you're lightweight, but like, <laughs> there's some reason where just like nights out tend to kind of, they all come along at once. You don't go out for months and all of a sudden you're required to be out, you know, four yeah. nights in a, in a week. And they put me in the, the, the sun, the caner of the year league. 
Oh, Kane of the Year in, well, in the I got song. in at number five, but I'm, I'm now hell-bent on getting to number one before Christmas. But with that attitude, you probably will be able to get to number one. I would have thought, I mean, but everybody that's above me is, is only like 21. I mean, I'm, they're, kind of, they're kind of 20 years my junior, so I should get points added for that kind of mm, No, don't ask for a handicap, Noel. That's embarrassing in a, in a competition <laughs> to be a drunkard. I'm you not, should I'm, be able to take them. I'm not, I'm not asking. I'm just I'm saying you'd think, wouldn't you? Who's above you? <sighs> the legendary Paris Hilton, oh. I think. Um, one of girls allowed? Girls It's all girls, actually. <laughs> no, if you can't win a competition for drinking booze against Paris Hilton and Cheryl Tweedy, you want to hang up your guitar, you want to hang up your tankard. Yeah. Give listen, up the I'll ghost. Get, hey, listen, I'll get there by ook or by kluk. Okay, well, you know, it's, uh, apparently the lifestyle is killing your girlfriend on her birthday, <laughs> so <laughs> you might want to slow down a bit. Well, I might, well, yeah. Well, in general, anyway. So, right, we're here in Manchester. That's right. Lovely here. We're having a lovely time of it all. Now, w what about this thing you told me that, uh, you were on Parky? Oh, yeah. And you stuck up for me. What's going well, what happened? Uh, well, I was on, uh, obviously because I've now acquired legendary status. Naturally, you I'm, are, yes. I'm, I'm, you know, I've been summoned by Parkinson. Mm. Talk about life and death. When you say summons by Parkinson, you don't mean the disease. <laughs> 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 so, uh, you got a Parkinson, I'm on with, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Wow. Geezer. Is he alright? Is he always seems like a laugh? Yeah, no, he's brilliant, man. And, uh, Rod Stewart. Yeah. And uh, pa Parkinson was, um, he was asking him about this thing that you and him got into a spat <laughs> at the at the GQ awards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so Rod, Rod was going on that you you uh you were saying that you bummed his daughter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, right, Never said and, that. And, and, he, and he kind of he was he was the one that he'd fronted you out at this award ceremony and blah 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 and all that. And I, I there was a kind there was there was a kind of an awkward silence and I said look. I gotta say, Russell's my pal, right? And he's not, he's a very, very cheeky boy, but very little else. He's not, you know. Malicious. He's, no, he's not like that. He's just, he's a very cheeky boy. And Rod Stewart said, well, he's all mouth and, uh, well, he's all mouth and no trousers. And I said, he's all mouth and very tight trousers. Oh, you oh. stuck up for me on parking. Yeah. Yeah, I did, but I mean, whether, whether they edit it out or not, I don't know. But they better I not, because otherwise it would look like you're telling a great big lie. <laughs> What's that? Hey, listen. Sarah can back this up, you know. I have no need, I, I don't need, I don't need to garner any more favours from you, so anything like that. Right? Sure, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, you owe me big time anyway, isn't no, you? No, I'm in your debt, I'm in your debt. I'm not bothered what you. you think of me, I'm telling you, because I feel like I should, you know? Thank you. I, I'm, I'm flattered that you stood up and protected me on Parky. When's it going to be on telly? I mean, the 26th of November. 26th of November. Yeah. ITV. Nine o'clock. I took me nine o'clock. Noel Gallagher. All right, we'll tune in for that to see you stand up for me. I was on Brim and the Bird and Fortune last night, being ridiculed, apparently. We don't know what the exact content hey, have was. You have you seen, does your pick, you know, uh, do you watch, uh, have I got news for you? No. You know, you know where, where the panel sitting behind them is all cut up of newspapers. Yeah, yeah. All kind of deformed. Yeah. You're in behind Ian Hislop's head. I'm in behind Ian Hislop's well, head? You look like, you look, like, they made you look... Kind of grotesque, but you can still see it's you. Them made me grotesque? Yeah. Uh, what kind of artistic it? genius <laughs> could have achieved that? You, you can still tell it's you, and how, how you can till, still tell it's you, Go I on. have no idea, but my missus went, is that Russell? And Teeth I went, do you know what I think it is? Bloody cheek doing that to me. I oh, know, but, but hey man, you've arrived when you're on there. 
Sorry? You've arrived when you're on that. I suppose so. Yeah. I suppose yeah. so, yeah. You're part of culture now, mate. I'm part of culture, right. And Chris Evans said I'm the voice of my generation. He said that you and him were of your generation. How dare he align himself with me? <laughs> well, he did. He's an idiot. <laughs> oh, no, he's nice. He's not, he's an idiot. Is he? Why? Like, hold on, no, he went through a lot of stuff, didn't he? Come on, Noel, let's have yeah, a well, he went through a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, be nice about everyone. Just Me? Yeah, you. Uh, no, I've been, I, and I've been nice about my missus and only today because it's her birthday. Alpha and that. Uh, she's listening in the West Wing. Is she in the West again. Wing? Sarah, darling. Oh. <laughs> Sarah, happy birthday. So, did you just do a blow-off for her? <laughs> <laughs> so, it sounded like, hey. like you went, Sarah, darling. That's <laughs> 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 like you did a little birthday <laughs> raspberry for her. No, they're not birthday treats. They're uh, just, they're kind of treats of a day anyway. They're every day. Every yeah. day's blow-off day <laughs> in the Gallagher mansion. <laughs> what a life you lead. Indeed. All right then. So uh, you're oh you're, you're definitely coming on our chat show on not chat show entertainment show on Channel Four that starts in November. We're doing that thing for junkies in on second of November to yeah, raise I'm money. Yeah, that's going to be great, man. It's going to be brilliant. Surge out I for saving the Christmas. I was looking forward to it at first because I thought I don't yeah. Well, now, like, Kasabian are getting up and, you know, it's going to be a good laugh, I think. Kasabian are going to be there. We've asked a few other people. It'll be a laugh, it will. You're yeah, headlining. I'm really looking forward to that. And, um... Come on that chat show and all. Come be a guest no, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to do that. Yeah, you've already agreed to. And plus, me, we might want to... Can't we come round your house and do a sketch or something all dressed up? No, I've told you that. No, there's no... Come on. No chance. Come on, that'd be nice. I was nice. telling you, missus, that. I said, he, oh, he's been on the phone, right? And he's yeah. gone, me and Matt will come round to your house. And go through your missus' knickers, though. <laughs> and she was like that. He's insane. Yeah. It was like, slightly pervy, but... I, and I said, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of up for the idea, but she'd go mental. She, you're kind of up for it. All right, what if we stay out of Sarah's knickers? Then surely we can have some sort of a deal. Well, it is her birthday. We'll stay out of them. We'll stay out of them. We're going nowhere near them. I think Sarah's been displaying too many of her knickers quite recently. Oh. It's a private story between me and her. Blimey. And the grouch <laughs> Crikey, the way these people <laughs> live, that's a glamorous. <laughs> Noel, thank you for coming on our Manchester special show. Is that it? Well, what do you want? <laughs> what do you it? want to do then? All right, say... Oh, well, well, we're not... Surely we're not going to dissect Trevor Locke's performance at Shepherd's Bush Empire the other night. Uh-oh! Oh, right, now Noel came along to the recording much. of our we're DVD, DVD I mean, coming out on the 20th of November. Trevor Locke, what did you think of, of Trev's performance I, in Noel? I mean, I didn't see but I'm reliably informed that he died a death there. Trev, is that true? That is sadly a lie. <laughs> no, it's not a lie, Trevor. You know, you, I seen him in the bar just after you came off and you looked. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was devastated. Yeah, it, oh. wasn't a, it wasn't a death. It was just, you know, I had a very good gig in uh, whatever that shit city Sheffield. called, Sheffield. Yeah. And then uh, they turned. Count, mate. Huh? Sheffield don't count. Oh, hello, blimey, wore the roses, <laughs> crossed the Pennines, here he goes, look! Oh. Sheffield does count now, come on, though. I just set very high standards, Noel, and I was just being honest to you, I thought I could confide in a fellow artist, but no, you've outed me on tip. Well, Thank you very much. Well, that's, that's one way of putting it. Another way of putting it is, oh, I heard is you was Tom Tit. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you don't, don't want to get into an argument with me again. <laughs> What do you mean again? Oh, he's, he's, he's rolling up his shirt sleeves even oh. higher now, oh, he's, yeah, just got, he's, he's got bared arms. Uh, you know, far be it for me to go antagonising a person who grapples with crooks in the outside cash machines. Yeah, in a yeah. desert. We will, yeah, we will never forget this moment. Do you know what? He's while he's fronting up to Noel Gallagher, famed pop hard man. He's sat wearing a pink shirt and a tie, <laughs> and he's he's clutching a mandolin. Honestly, he's got yeah, a mandolin in his hands. Right, yeah. In, in, uh, in yeah, at Shepherd's Bush. Yeah, he likes that pink shirt. Bless him. He's, he, at I least like that pink. He looked good actually. Oh, bless you. He looked a bit like Mickey Pierce, but good. You do look Mickey a lot Pierce. like Mickey Pierce. Mickey Pierce. Rodney's wow. mate from Falls and Horses, yeah. yeah. 
You do look a lot like Mickey Pierce. Who was that boxer the other week? Mickey Piper. Mickey Piper. You look like him at all. Mickey Piper, Mickey Pierce. You look like a lot of people. I'm a chameleon. <laughs> you really are, Trevor. You really hey, are. Play my missus a tune. Uh, what dedicated tune to Sarah? She said she wants you to play a shout to the top by the Star Council if you can manage that. But we only do yeah. Manchester bands. You only do Manchester bands. Yeah. Henry Mancunian or Weller, though, isn't he? Huh? Weller's an honorary Mancunian. An honorary one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like me. All right, then let me see. Play Hand in Glove by the Smiths from me to Sarah. Oh, yeah, we will play Hand in Glove by the Smiths. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll find it. Yeah, right, we can cool. find that, can't we? It's, it's a request by Noel Gallagher. Come on, for on his girlfriend's birthday, when she spent the night bent double in a corridor. That's oh. not a euphemism. The poor girl's not been well. It's not a sex act. Come on, give him a break. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Sarah. Get well soon. Step out of the delirium that's got you in a relationship with that man. There's a world outside your window, Sarah. <laughs> Bright, young, handsome men like me, Sarah. Come on, love. But <laughs> she's living poor cow. Oh, hang on, she just had a relapse there. Together. <laughs> she's just been sick again. I think she's got diarrhoea. <laughs> oh, birthday, <laughs> Noel. Compromising that lady's dignity. Right. Well, the, the difficult thing about having a, a, a phone conversation with Noel Gallagher is that he refuses to relinquish editorial control to us, the people who make the show, only comes off when it suits him. So we just have to humour him right. till he's ready to I, leave. I'm going because the match is kicking off in a minute. United are going to get you a good hammer in today, so I well, it's lovely to talk to you, Noel Gallagher. Everyone, create atmosphere for him. Woo! Yeah, all right. Yeah, Manchester. So much to answer for. We'll find Andy Guthrie and get well soon. Sarah, happy birthday. Right, should we have a listen to a bit of the old music, the old in out, the old Evo? Yeah. What are we going to listen to then? Roses. Oh, Stone Roses, there you go. Let's have a listen to those fellas. You are listening to Six Music, that was Stone Roses, song from my sugar son's sister. So, uh, yeah, what a show we're having. It's going ever so well. Are you enjoying it, Mafu? Yes. Uh, Trevor, are you enjoying your little self? No, this is one of the wonderful shows. It's the best it's one, one really. The There's a lot of people here. Are you enjoying yourselves? Yeah! Oh. Loads of this is, it it looks like all you need is love, you know, when the beat... It does look like yeah. all you need is love. Yeah. Someone should be filming these things, at least taking photos yeah. of them. We'll never rem remember these days, remembering our frail so like Someone should be filming this. <laughs> <laughs> How unlike me. Right, we're talking about that Sonic Enigma, what Trevor done. It's the Sonic Enigma. Is it Rama Lama Ding Dong, Rocky Sharp on the replay, says Keith from Grey's Essex. Where yes, I'm from. well done. No, we know it's the wrong answer because I wouldn't be reading it out, would oh, I? Oh, yeah. Hello, guys. Is the Sonic Enigma Paranoid Android by Radiohead? That's from um, That's good as well. Matt Rules, John from Tunbridge Wells. Matt Rules. Matt Rules. Love the show. Matt Rules. I was saying Matt Rules independently. Who, me? He likes you. John from Tunbridge Wells does, I mate. Like he thinks now. you rule. You're easily one over, aren't you? So, there's good answers. A lot of people are making some brilliant, very good inquiries. Brilliant. I mean, that's the genius of this Sonic Enigma. It's so ambiguous. You know, it opens it up to a lot the of The genius ideas. is its ambiguity. No, that's the weakness. What about uh, the... These things about single life that keep playing. I'm not having a go at single life, but these little sketches about it all the time that keep happening. Yeah, they're strange. It's sort of like to how to be single, isn't it? It's like Blue Peter. It's easy to be single. Just it, I think stay it's more about home. being lonely than being single. Yeah. Oh, it's how horrible when you're lonely. lonely. I remember when I like what it was was I was on the dole and there was nothing to do. I just was at home eating Weetabix all the time. Loads of Weetabix. Oh, weren't even very nice. No. Yeah, eating four at once. That's, that's too right. much, isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember and and Dogs with Jobs this. comes on and you've yeah, got... that's out of order. Don't put a program called Dogs with Jobs on at eleven <laughs> o'clock, where if you're unemployed, and then Dogs with Jobs comes on. Oh, even Dogs have got jobs. It's unbelievable. That's the funniest. Dogs Sandy with Jobs. Sandy helps. Without Sandy, this ambulance driver would be at a loss. 
Whereas Russell is eating four Weetabix and he watches sort of ambulance drivers helped by a dog. I don't know, maybe they sniff someone out of a mine or something. A mine's caved in and a dog sniffs them out. I don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a dog what done a job. I've had a dog what done a job here. They've a very different experience and equally valid. Is it Living Dole by Cliff Richard, says Benny G. Well, that's what a ridiculous... Uh, don't attack the listeners, Trevor! Well, if they keep sending in such absurd answers, what do you expect me to do? What do I expect you to do, yeah, Trevor? What do you expect? Light and decent and perhaps even well, a little bit romantic. Tuck your shirt in, you beast. I shall not. I shall completely untuck it. Trevor, your hair's getting far too long and I'm not one to oh, talk. Just, just come on with the attack. Look at it. He's got Trevor. a rat's tail at the back. I don't have a rat's tail. Trevor! This is the problem, is it? I went to a hairdresser. You look like you work at a fairground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only because of an equal opportunity's remit. <laughs> Not attacking people who work at fairgrounds, it's a good job. No. The Sonic, I remember a lad at our school ran away with a fair. He was called Tim. He ran his away dad with was a, His dad was a teacher. He just suddenly effed off and got a job in the fair. Just Doing goes, what? I don't know, I think he might have swirled them teacups around or something. I don't know. Swirled them teacups around. <laughs> something like that. The I fortune teller's assistant? No! Right. Zack them ride the teacups. Oh, okay. I is the Sonic that. Enigma Ask by the Smiths? Is it Trevor? No, it isn't. As if it would be a Smiths one. But we're going to be listening to Smiths later because uh, Noel Gallagher's requested it. For his lovely girlfriend Sarah on her birthday, and she ain't well, bless her poor cow. Now, what should we listen to? Oh, well, Hazel's on the line, who has got the right answer for Sonic Enigma. Or has she? We don't know. That's the thing with enigmas. Oh. They're very difficult to pin down. We'll never be truly aware if she's a winner or not. Are you there, there, then, Hazel, there? I am. Hazel, darling. Hello. Are you all right, my dear? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Well, I feel particularly <laughs> proud today of some of my achievements. As a cub, for example, I got... I didn't get any badges except the ones you get for joining, but by gum, I looked good in that outfit. <laughs> Sometimes I still wear it, and although I come out of those shorts, and although the jumper looks silly, it don't stop me sweating angrily in a bus depot, demanding I be treated the same as everybody else. Hazel! Where are you, Hazel? I'm in King's Angley. What's it like there? Is it nice being you? It's, it's um, raining at the moment. <laughs> Silly old universe, oh. raining I'm enough. standing in a shed. You're standing in a shed? Yeah. Why? Because I work in a pub and I'm in, out in the garden. You work in a pub and you're out in the garden and you're standing in a shed? Can you listen yeah. to this in a pub? That's good. Uh, yeah. you've, yeah, got, you've got it on in a pub. You've got it on in the pub? In a kitchen, yeah. in a pub. Wow. You're on it's in a pub. My, uh, it's my uh, boss's favourite radio station. Good on oh. your boss. Your boss. plays good music. It's yeah. a good radio station. We play good stuff. Your boss, I don't want to belittle the achievements of Christ, <laughs> but your boss is better than him. <laughs> <laughs> or as good. Let's say as good. Let's not upset people. As good. Fair <laughs> Jesus wouldn't mind. He was a very nice fella. Yeah. No, he was alright, him. He'd done yeah, a lot no, of good right, things right. for the poor and that. Now, um, so, right, so now then, I like the name Hazel a lot. Hey. The interesting thing about the name Hazel <laughs> is that it, it's the only English Christian name which is also the name of a nut. Yeah, it's No, it ain't. <laughs> Pistachio. <laughs> That's not a Christian name, you nincompoop. It is. Because I know some little things what's called it, Trevor. What, what I have for my dindins, pistachios. And then there's cashews and peanuts. Just name They're not nuts, names. And uh, also almonds. Almonds. Who's called their kid almonds? Mark almonds! <laughs> <laughs> Christian name. I said Christian Mark name. Mark almonds! That's a surname. Anyone can tell that. Trevor, you are homophobic. Get out of this <laughs> studio. He's allowed to do what he wants. <laughs> Go on, get out of here. Good, I'm glad you've gone, you dirty homophobe. People can do what they like. 
I, I'm the one who's had a sort of experience. So have I. I diddled that fella in a lavvy, didn't I? That was for, that was a stunt for television. And it's been banned from the airwaves. And you're not going to keep going on about it? I'm not going to keep going on about it in case it destroys the old reputation that's already dangerously associated <laughs> with sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hazel, if that is your real name, Hazel, Hazel's name is derivative of a nut. So, Hazel, um... Right then, you think you know the answer to Trev's Sonic Enigma. What yeah. makes you think you have the right to come on here answering Sonic Enigmas? Because I think you're great. Thank you. You <laughs> do have the right, right to do as you please. Now, Hazel, <laughs> I think we've got some news coming up. Uh, like, things have been happening in the world. Things beyond our control. Right. So, um, you have to tell us the answer, love. What, um, what do you think it is? She's electric by Oasis. Is it She's Electric, Trev? Yes! Oh Woo! my god, yes! Create atmosphere, there's more wall, yes! There's people getting off with each other! It's disgusting, isn't it? It's like Woodstock! Blimey, people have never been so happy! Okay, Hazel, well done! Your Thank prize, you. should you choose to accept it, is to turn up at our studio with up to 15 of your mates. Alright. <laughs> alright, Trevor, is it alright if some gay people come, Trevor, are you against that? If any gay people turn up in that studio with Hazel, they will be asked to leave. Bring gay people! <laughs> Someone's asking here, will a male ever win the Sonic Enigma? Well, <laughs> depends. If Trevor can do <laughs> yeah, What is that? Why? I mean, it's a coincidence, isn't it? That all Every people week, that I win Sonic Enigma are sexually compatible with Trevor. Isn't that a hangover from our old lifestyle? <laughs> Might be a little hangover. Trevor, you <laughs> sickening beast. <laughs> right, Hazel, bring along male friends, big butch fellas we want, and string vests that do blow-offs. Right, we've got to have some news now. Right, Hazel, well done, you've won. We'll s you've, you are honoured yourself and your community and your school and the pub that plays that music. Trev, what are you saying? We need a news challenge, quickly. We need a news challenge. The word oh, Hazel, right. Hazel. Well, you've got to get the word Hazel in a news and as many nut names as you can. Dear, dear <laughs> Flora Watkins. Flora Watkins. She tells us stuff from around the world. Flora Watkins is the news. By thunder, that were elbow doing record out of their mouths and brains and whatnot. What a show it's been so far. You've been enjoying it, Cockley Locks. Oh, it's been remarkable. Oh, Manchester. Lancashire, oh, in Manchester, fact. Manchester, the whole Manchester. Manchester. I mean, the whole region. You're yeah. right, Matthew. Yes. Good, good. A lot of people in here. All of you go, hooray! Hey! Look at that. Blimey. And it was them doing it listlessly. It Very still sounded listless. quite good. A bit <laughs> listless, but the sheer numbers, you know. Now, we've got a special guest in the studio. Trevor, would you like to say a little bit about our guest before I introduce him? A little bit, yeah. His name is Gideon Conn, and he's a very excellent singer that I met at the One Taste Festival down in Ballam. Why was it called the One Taste Festival, Trevor? Because once no you've idea. seen you, you think, well, I'm going home. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no idea. It's an odd name for a festival. It's really good. G was there. G, who normally does the poetry, but he ain't here today because we're up in Manchester. So, um, alright, so, uh, let's welcome Gideon with Atmosphere! Welcome, Gideon! Alright, yes! Atmosphere, Atmosphere! Gideon, I noticed that in the corridor, mate, you were busying yourself with an artistic endeavour. How come? Because I'm a painter. Oh, I like you, mate. You're unusual, aren't you? Slightly. What is it? <laughs> You've got an unusual nature. Like, you do it, like, paintings and that? Comes from my family upbringing. Right, okay. Well, they, they fed me very well. We ate a lot of vegetables. Aha! <laughs> it's the veg. It's all in the minerals and the iron and whatnot. It's made you lovely. You've got a good, uh, your soul beams out through your eyes all nice and bright. Good Thanks. quality to have. A lot of people, you look in their cold, lifeless eyes. I'm thinking of some of the people in the studio now. <laughs> Trevor Locke, evil little homophobe that he is. Did you know, Trevor, when you were making those outrageous slurs against Mark Almond and that, we've got four young lesbian girls here. Did you know that, Trevor? 
Yeah. Look at that, cheering, yeah. Sapphos, well, cheering the idea of a gang together because I'm part of their gang. You are not going to ever. Tre don't have Trevor in your lesbian gang. <laughs> what? Well, you're going to dress him up in drag and take him to lesbian parties? Yeah. Okay. Gideon, so you're, you're, as well as being, you've done a nice painting of today's scene, and that's going to be, is that going to be part of your exhibition in Liverpool that you're doing? It certainly is. Brilliant. So you're, you're a multi-talented renaissance man, and you put it all down to vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Trevor's worst problems come down to vegetables. Mind you, you know, you are supposed, you're supposed to win your mouth. Now, Gideon, what are you going to do for us? A lovely little song. We're going to do a song, I say we, because my friend John Jonahue's joining me on banjo. He's going to join you on a banjo? Yeah. And we're going to do a song called The Band Will Find A Way Into Your Heart. Oh, oh brilliant. Are well, we all ready for this? Yep. We, yeah. Uh, should we create atmosphere to welcome this song into happening? Yeah. All right, here we go. Get in The Band Will Find A Way Into Your Heart. Here it goes, look. The band will play and they will find their merry way into your heart. They will sing their song and you will follow it along from the start. They will play their tune and it will fly you to the moon on wings apart. Because the band will find their way into your heart. But it's bound to be dippy 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 dip bump. You give me a mouth and I feel it was gone. I wanna eat my biscuit without leaving a crumb. Then I'll kiss you on the titties, I'll tickle your tongue. Roll play with the fairy, I'll be the sugar plum. Try to the jerky, but my fingers turn to thumbs. Better keep on bouncing, better keep on bouncing. Twelve times seven plus a hundred and eleven equals one ninety-five. My brain's gone to overdrive. Giving it up to the new bop sound. Each and every one of us is gonna get down. To be dippy 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 but now Everything about you got me wondering how Falling for you paratroopers died I'm on the road, on the ground My troop movement will be a patrol Cooperate with me cause you're a prisoner of war Camouflage, you're a massage and you'll find the way you are Better keep on bouncing, better keep on bouncing 26 times 11 plus 107 equals 393 What's the probability that you were gonna get with me? We'll just have to wait and see Love doesn't work mathematically Giving it out to the new box sound Each and every one of us is gonna get down Before you go to bed You wake up in the morning With your nasty breath Brush it around with the new box sound Each and every one of us is gonna get down Our sound is on the decks of the nightclub in your town You know you dance to it Because your feet lift up around You jump into the air And touch down on the ground Giving it up to the new box sound Each and every one of us is gonna get down
Because the band will find their way into your heart Giving it up to the new bop sound Each and every one of us is gonna get down Giving it up to the new bop sound Each and every one of us is gonna get down Mine's me a little bit like Jeffrey Lewis and like Moldy Peaches and all them sort of New York, New Folk type things. All mad, interesting it must be inside your noggin. I like, but you did it quite near the beginning and said, titties. <laughs> Filthy <laughs> monkey, we all looked around a bit nervous. <laughs> Trevor did a little blow off. <laughs> but it's a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. So what's happening? Have you got a deal? No. I just meant a drug deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll get one. It's bloody good. Very original, very nice. Enjoyed it enormously. Thank you very much. Okay, so... Also, there was some rapping there. All right, now, come point. on! Do it. I'll stop do it being a, a coward. Do you it now. Stop, don't tell do me to be a coward, you pervert. You can't even go out and meet people in a normal fashion. I do. I'm at a bar, mate. Hovering round block and key parties like a modern day Do it my job. Giving up a Thursday night to go... Uh, <laughs> who's tapping something? Stop that tapping, you lunatics. Who was that? What is that? <laughs> Someone pointed the finger. Was that you? Don't <laughs> just tap things. One of these lunatics in here. It is like... It is it's because you've called. created a nervous atmosphere with that thing hanging out your flies. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to tell the listeners now. That is my genitals. <laughs> Oh, uh, what it is, right? We it's found, a clanger. We found a clanger. It's, well, thank you, Matthew. It's very flattering. <laughs> I certainly am a lucky boy. Mother Nature's been very kind. Yes. You know, you know that kids' TV show that used to be on called The Clangers? They're like sort of their pink things. They used to go, ooh, I think. Right? It's, certainly they're doing it now. Right? It's sort of like, anyway, it's got long little thin pink legs and a long pink nose. I thought it would be an half beer amusing if I put it in my flies and have it as like warped genitalia. Looks very funny. It does look funny, but I think it might have been the same judgment that led me to impress a ten-year-old by weeing on some hot coals <laughs> in a sauna. Sometimes my judgment is a bit skew. Um, but like, uh, we'll, there'll be photos up on the website of what I'm looking like. So anyway, yeah, it does undermine my authority. Say there was a moment where I had to go, Matt, for God's sake, just concentrate on what you're going to be doing. And I, and I <laughs> still had those on. <laughs> would really undermine me. Okay, um, let's, let's now, for heaven's sake, let's play hand in glove for, this is for Noel and Sarah. Happy birthday, Sarah. Get well soon. And for God's sake, the p part of your wellness ought to be, find a new sexual partner. What must it be like? Heathen chemistry, him writing and groaning on top of you, you poor mare. It's a miracle she's not in perpetual state of sickness. Hand in glove there for Sarah Noel. Here it is, let's listen and think about the message behind it, like, you know. There will be, I mean, you know, that was the Smiths there, hand in glove, that's for Noel and Sarah. There is mayhem in here. There will be no rat. Stop trying to make me rat. I had an awful child. Do a rap. I've got to do a rap for Because you promised last night on stage. Oh, because you promised. Well, let me tell you something about life, Matt Morgan. People let you down. Firemen don't come when they're supposed to. Birthday cakes catch fire. Dogs <laughs> wee on you. Things happen. Clangers look like genitals. It's a crazy old world. Gideon Conn comes on here and says titties in his first bit. Good though, isn't he? What an unusual yeah. performer. Brilliant. Oh, rap, 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 you say. Well, so what are you doing with that? I'm just moving the microphone about. I like it. Well, come on then. Let's, well, let's hear well, it. What have I got to do? Dude, I mean, I don't think people really want to hear a rap, do they? Oh, I can't wait. 
Oh, no. Oh, surely not. What, a little rat from little old Russ? Yeah. Old Russ, a dandy, a man that belongs to the Victorian era, embracing that most modern of the art forms, hip-hop. Hip-hop. I'm not doing an original rap. I'm not writing oh, one. Oh, no, of course not. Because that's horrible. That'd be tragic. White person like me who talks like that, doing a- Oh, hello, I'm doing a show. <laughs> I don't know which way to go. <laughs> Might make people taste sick in their mouths. Go Who on needs then. that? Well, do, go, go on in, go on in. What? I've done one on the podcast. Do it again. Was that cut out? No, no. That was in the podcast, no, see? Right, Russell, just do it, but don't, because there were swear words in it. Cut them out. Okay, what's that? Where am I going to cut out? What am I? What just cut out I'm not Park. Do it, come on. Hold on. Oh, let me, oh, I can't think of no raps. Do the rap same like one. G does a rap at the, he, G does a poem. That is a poem. No, G no. does a poem. You Are you adding racism now to your <laughs> listener? Because G is black, any poem he has to do is a rap. Is that, so you hate lesbians, you hate black people. What kind of a man are this you? This is a free country, Russell Brown. <laughs> now, why don't you do oh, a rap okay. that sums up the poem like G does a poem I'm not that doing a, no, 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 I'm not doing original rap material. Do that Snoop one that you know off by heart. What, my Snoop Doggy? I can do a lot of Snoop Doggy Dog feels. <laughs> Why are you going like that for? Because look at the way you're floundering to get out of it. I don't flounder. I'm a very relaxed broadcaster, voice of a generation, some would say. Don't now. let that go to your head. <laughs> You'll lead this generation into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> to the sea! Let's all replace our genitals with clangers <laughs> and march into the ocean. I believe there to be a forgotten kingdom where we all may live in a sort of kind of peace. What? Do you really want a bit of a rap? Is yes. that what it's going to take? What and what sort of accent should I do it in? Oh, well, children's entertainer. Accent, I'm not doing like. Would to hear a rap? <laughs> <laughs> what like a Manchester accent? Manchester so much to answer for. Oh, okay then. I mean, if it's what people want, I will do this. I believe this God, was by a young man. Uh, he calls himself Slimity Shady uh, and the M and M's. <laughs> He's a very talented young fellow. Had a, uh, a difficult time growing up in a caravan, from what I understand. This is all very entertaining. <laughs> but it's not a rap. It's kind of a rap. Come goes, on. All right. I'm doing a rap. Now, there might be sex words in it. Oh, Just do it. That is the nature of hip-hop. Change <clears throat> Okay, uh, this is a little rap that I likes to call, uh, I believe it called The Way I Am by Slimity Shady, the rapper artist. <clears throat> I sit back and relax with this pack of zigzags and this bag of this weed that gives me the shit needed to be the most meaningful MC on this earth. And this buff, I've been cursed with this curse to just curse and just blurt this berserk and bizarre shit that works. And it sells and it helps in itself to dispense all these sentences. Getting this stress has been eating me recently off of this chest and I rest again peacefully. <gasps> At least have a dignity in you, leave me alone when I'm eating with sweet... Come on, there's been a lot of stuff in there, I've said the S word twice, I mean, it is a kind of rap. It, what do you people want from me? It just sound to me, but... <laughs> <laughs> that is a very faithful just rendition. Someone's shouting. Well, that's what your granddad would say about rap. <laughs> well, that, come on. That was rap. That was good, there was a moment it where I thought, a, this is yeah, good. I well, that's enough then, in. that's I fulfilled my obligation, right? I've done a bit of a rap. It was good. It was very well good. Done. Can I have a round of applause for me, rap? <laughs> Never let it be said that I do not fulfil my obligation to That's our really good. audience no, and listeners. Next week, yodelling. <laughs> yodelling. <laughs> I sit back and laugh. Swimming back as a All right, so, okay, that's been some rapping there. 
Now, Trev, the answer to your Sonic Enigma, as I understand, was She's Electric by a little band called the Oasis. That's right, She's Electrical she's by Oasis. She's Electric, and that was what that Sonic Enigma was all that about. Was it all about that. A lot of the answers you've got, Paranoid, Android, a lot of very good, our friends Electric. They could have fitted. All could have fitted in. Well, it's been a fantastic show from Manchester. How we love the city of oh. Manchester, city of Oasis, city of Joy Division, city of the Smith. What a wonderful town, what a wonderful place, what a wonderful time we've had. Have you enjoyed it here, Matthew Morgan? I really have. It's wonderful here, ain't it, Cockety Locks? Oh, this is the best place ever. It's a wonderful, wonderful show. Let's People of Manchester, here. thank you very much for coming here. We'll be back next week. We'll be in London next week. Yeah. Back in London next oh, week. No. Thank you very much. Don't complain about London. That's where we're from, you silly sod. You've got to go back there. <laughs> Part of your conditions. Right, okay, now then, news <laughs> lot. Give it right. So, people of Manchester, let's have a lovely cheer to end the show. We're going into She's Electric. Thank you, Manchester. Cheer your little lungs out. She's Electric by Oasis. Right, that was the podcast. Listen to Six Music Radio Show between 10 and 1 on Sundays. Everybody out. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, you've had enough podcasts now. Stop it. Stop expecting us to podcast. Can't you see we're empty? I ain't got no more podcasts left you in have. me. You've got a little bit there in the Ooh, corner. Let me get it. it. Let me Ooh. get it in the corner. Trevor, Pop it out. You Pop tried to get it with your tongue. The... Yeah. If there's something it. left in me, oh, I don't think you're getting it with your tongue. That was good until you two started Disgusting. Dirty. Bye then. Bye. See ya. I love you. Thanks for downloading this trial from the BBC. Find out more at bbc.co.uk slash six music. BBC. Six music.